Welcome, Prickhead Nation, to another edition of Petals and Pricks, a Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, and now Bachelor, Listen to Your Heart podcast. On today's episode, Blake Burkhart joins me again to co-host week three of Listen to Your Heart. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We had a good time. We hope that you're, uh, I hope you're enjoying Blake. I certainly am. I'm having a good time talking to him. Uh, definitely having a lot of laughs. Very much miss Kristen. Kristen should be coming back uh, very shortly next season, whenever that starts in 2040, whenever we come back to nor- normalcy, which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, I do hope you're having a lot of fun. If you are new to the podcast, please, if you haven't yet, please give us a review on iTunes, subscribe so you don't have to keep checking back every day. Uh, Write us a nice little uh, <laughs> review. Uh, follow us on all the social media means, all the shit that you need, uh, and uh, that's about it. Uh, it's a good, it's a good talk. Um, we kind of like mess around a little bit for the first twenty minutes. If you just want to hear about the show, uh, jump into about the twenty minute mark, and that'll get you rolling on that. Uh, we hope you enjoy, and it starts right about now. This is Petals and Bricks with Kelsey and Jerks, where we talk about me and recap the Bachelor. Jerkins loves it, Kelsey's never seen the show, but she's giving it a try for true friendship. Petals and Bricks with Kelsey and Jerks. You feel Blake, do you feel warmed up for this podcast now? I'm ready to pod. How's your voice? My I'm ready I'm ready to pod. We're ready to go podcast, 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 podcast. There's not there's no exercise to make my voice not less uh, nasally. Uh, I think our, it would be a stop being an asshole. <laughs> hey, that won't change my voice. We got to review. When you the, hear your voice I, on this podcast, are you like that's a good voice? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I have multiple podcasts, and I I listen back to all of them and say, "Boy, that's a silky smooth voice." Oh, you have multiple podcasts. What other podcasts do you have? I run a great podcast, folks, called Blake and Bobby Go to the Movies. Thanks for letting me get in the plug in early. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've been going up in listeners, but I think uh, this this podcast is a lot more than uh, me and Bobby do. But we review movies. Uh, we have a long backlog of movie reviews we've done over the last uh, three years, I think. And now we're reviewing the uh, Chicago Bulls documentary called The Last Dance. If you're interested, we reviewed the first four episodes. So those are the most recent ones. But enough about that. Download it if you're interested in uh, movies or sports or Chicago Bulls. Otherwise, it, just just tune into this one. Isn't there an upcoming episode um, with you of um, oh, local yeah. <laughs> comedian? Uh, I think it rhymes with Bona Birkins. Good. Glad you mentioned that because I keep forgetting to release it. But <laughs> that'll be out tomorrow, okay? Um, if you if you if you love Jonah, which I'm sure you do, listen to Blake and Bobby go to the movies. Uh, ep- new episode will be out tomorrow, which is uh, Wednesday. God, who knows the date? End of April. It'll be the same day this this podcast is dropping. Oh, okay. Well, listen yeah. to that too if you want to hear more of me and Jonah and uh, this jackass named Bobby Condon, who's a Brooklyn, New York comedian. And uh, we talk about the film The Way Back. The Way Back with Ben, with Affleck. ben Affleck, one of my favorite actors, mm-hmm. one of the actors you hate the most. But this is a movie that kind of switched it for you a little bit. I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, I we all gave the movie a nice review. And the movie is available to download online now if you're interested to Let's watch it. Let's just do that podcast now. <laughs> <That's pretty laughs> I could just play it into the microphone. <laughs> right. Yeah. Thing. Um, I think it's pretty interesting is that... Uh, 
uh, we released our podcast last week. We were a little we were a little behind last week. <clears throat> we did week one and week two last week, and uh, through the process of the podcast, your phone number got released. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you actually had some people respond. Yeah, I'd like to say a few people I know personally told me that they that they liked what we're doing here. They yeah. like the Bachelor podcast, and they they're actually watching the Bachelor this season, uh, sort of in For result, the podcast? sort of in result of us doing it together. You yeah, know? like I think so. They, you just get a big old fuck you, huh? Like, hey, you're making me watch the pod, the Bachelor. No, everybody likes it. People okay. seem to like the season, and uh, some friends of mine and uh, people I know have told me that they like it. I also got a text from someone who I don't know. Uh, telling me that they uh, first they just said Blake. <laughs> I think just to see if it with was a question. Me. I feel like I'm being pranked. I feel like you're pranking me. Yeah, I bought a whole different phone line. I don't know. It could be so. You could have told someone. To yeah, do it. in these trying times, as the pandemic, but, I got a whole. Yeah. Long story short, I don't remember saying my phone number <laughs> into the microphone last <laughs> week, but I must have at some point. We got yeah. a, we got a little tipsy on Trulies and White Claws. Um, we truly did. We truly did. Uh, in any case, I gave away my actual phone number, and if I you go got, back to episode two. It's at the minute and four. <laughs> it's, a, it's the one hour four minute one. Yeah, text me, baby. I'm bored, but um, I don't know who this person is. But they um, they said that they like the podcast. Uh, I'm not even gonna pull it up. They said a couple nice things, and then they said, uh, "I love your Chicago nasally voice." Yeah. So thank you. <laughs> surprise! Uh, it's like a compliment with an listener. insult in there. I mean, I, I'm not. I don't even take it as an insult because I, I, clearly I have a nasally voice. That'd yeah. be like me denying that I'm also bald. You know? Yeah. I, like I can't deny my faults. I have to lean into them. Yeah, it's like for me, if someone came up to me and was like, you know, from being uh, for being from Wisconsin, you don't have that bad of a body. <laughs> have, you, have you ever gotten that before? No, I'd be in my head about it. I'd be talking about it every day. I would have mentioned that five times uh, already. You're not really a big cheese guy, are you? From being <clears throat> I like a- cheese. I'm a big cheese guy. Okay. You, you make a lot of great food, but you don't put a lot of cheese. In I don't it. put a lot of cheese on it. Yeah, cheese is just the 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 devil's cheating device. That's the weirdest thing anyone from Wisconsin's <laughs> to, ever said. To, to make to is make this why you got kicked good. out of Wisconsin? I didn't get kissed. Out. I didn't get kicked out. I got asked to leave. <laughs> you, you got kissed out. I got kissed out. <laughs> <laughs> and I always say, if you're gonna get kicked out anywhere, being kissed out's a lot more fun. Yeah, I say, don't kick me out of here, but kiss me out all day, baby. And I, they said, uh, they took me to the border, and they said one last thing, and I said, what's that? And they go, no, 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 and they kicked me out. <laughs> and then I fell, and then I had to do, <laughs> I had to do the uh, uh, four mile walk, is what they call it. They just threw blocks of cheese at you. <laughs> <laughs> and they hit me with full uh, full uh, uh, beer cans, <laughs> and then uh, they made me go fish ice fishing. It is fucked up that like Wisconsin gets a bad rep sometimes for like people being you know maybe overweight in that yeah. state. But it's like they have the they make the best cheese, yeah, and they make a lot of the best beer true and those are two fattiest things you could consume right? right also so what do you expect out of these people if i lived in wisconsin i would weigh 400 pounds probably yeah i i don't want to talk bad about wisconsin but like for the most part i mean there is some very health i mean like madison is one of the most health most healthiest most healthy most healthy is yeah, there's there's a thing it's with one like, of the most it's one of the healthiest cities in the united states is madison wisconsin great town yep uh, Milwaukee's not, but there's definitely a lot of hot people in Milwaukee. <laughs> but then you, uh, I'm from there. <laughs> um, but then you go, <clears throat> when you go kind of outside of Wisconsin, outside of kind of the the the, the kind of like densely populated areas, you're kind of like, okay, I can kind of see this why people are making oh, fun yeah. of us. Yeah, 
the thing is like i i had a girlfriend once that was like uh she was like making fun of like how we dress and i was like i dress nice like my friends dress nice and she's like jonah most of you people from wisconsin you wear sweatshirts to like nice places like weddings funerals church it's just like an older like it's not a there, it doesn't feel like there's any major cities in Wisconsin, even there's though Milwaukee. I know there is, but yeah. compared to like Chicago, like there's not a Sh- name one outside of Chicago in Illinois. There's none. Oh, okay. In the Midwest, I, I, I feel like there's Chicago. Chicago is the major city in the Midwest. Yeah. There are other major cities, but they don't feel like major cities. You know, yeah, they don't feel like New York or L.A. No, they don't. They're and very Chicago small. feels like it's a, a New York junior. Yeah. Agreed. I don't. I'm going off on a weird tangent here, but I love Wisconsin. My whole family's from there. They're from the North Woods, where you'll see a lot of you know overweight people wandering. In the North Woods, they're just like, oh, "I gotta go to church, Grammy, my good sweatshirt." They they're just outside of society. They're probably doing great during this quarantine because they were like, "I think so." They're like, "What has changed? We've never been around ten people at once." I know my family, other than church, like church is the only thing that changes for people like that. I think. Yeah, like my family lives in like kind of a lake town. Uh, my mom's side. And they have been asking me to come and hang out with them every weekend <laughs> during this whole quarantine, which I want to come visit. I mean, I love them. But then, like, you know, my aunt and uncle are both like, <clears throat> you know, my aunt is almost there, but my uncle's in his 60s. And I'm like, shouldn't you not want me around you? Like, yeah, that's the thing is, like, people are like, I'm getting out of Chicago, going to a small little getaway. And it's like, you're bringing Corona with you to that <laughs> little town. Yeah. And those poor motherfuckers are all going to get it because of you. Yeah. You're not supposed to leave. Yeah, like places like Michigan, if you have like a, a lake, what I've heard, I don't know if this is 100% true or not, but what, what I've been told and what I heard is that like, like places like Wisconsin and Michigan, like people that like are from the city and then have like a lake, a lake house or like a cabin in the woods. Mm-hmm. Like they are like literally being like, do not come here. We don't want you here. Yeah. Cause they, they should yeah. be. That's, Even that's a rule. You own the property. I don't give a fuck. I think I'm not here to criticize the, the media, <laughs> the media's uh, coverage of the coronavirus, but that's one thing that I feel like they've missed that I have not heard enough, which is if you live in a major metropolitan area, do not go no. to a small town. Yeah, you're not getting away from the virus. You have the virus. Yeah, you or if, even if you don't, that's a risk that those people don't deserve. There's a lot of states like imagine like Iowa is probably going to have like almost no victims of Corona. Like they will, but compared to New York, you know somebody from Iowa is listening to this right now. I was just like, I just lost my uncle. You fuck. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sure you. I'm sure everyone has losses, but what I'm saying is that might be the fault of people leaving more populated areas going to less populated areas. Right. It's like we're spo- We're like we're a risk for those people. So everyone, be safe. Stay where you are. Right. You know, it's hard and annoying. I don't know why I'm lecturing sucks, our but listeners. Like in a year from now, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, that that was a hard time. Oh yeah. Yeah. And again, like we, our hearts are out to you. Anyone um, experiencing this or or have a family member, loved one. With coronavirus, I like Jonah and I have very, almost no family. So, <laughs> yeah. Like we've discussed before, uh, yeah. they're all already dead from other things. Well, that's again, we're very lucky that they all died before this whole pandemic. <laughs> yeah. So we don't have to be worried for them. My family's all nice and safe and uh, in, <laughs> in cor- the <laughs> yeah, they're quarantined up in uh, heaven. Yeah. So, some of yeah. them probably um, down below. If you oh, yeah, some's a little hotter. <laughs> yeah. It's a little hotter for them. A little hot down there, Granny. Uh, my, my Anybody trust your grandma? <laughs> my, I know. <laughs> That's the weirdest riff to start this. 
Yeah. Anyways, folks, this is a podcast about the show The Bachelor. <laughs> oh, they're pretty used to us just fucking around for the last. <laughs> okay, good. We didn't start talking about The Bachelor for the first 30 minutes last episode. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we probably talked about Corona for half an hour. We did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we talked about uh, your neighbor that has ducks. Oh yeah, we got a co- actually we got a couple of people that emailed in and they want to know updates on the ducks. Really? Okay, yeah. he has eight ducks. The man doesn't seem to like me at all, uh, or maybe he's just social distancing. But he, honestly, before any of us had even heard of coronavirus, yeah. he was still he, he was social. He's look at you. He's like, hey, stay the fuck away. Well, he just I, I'll say hello to him like neighborly, and he'll just sort of like do a very you know minor nod. Yeah, which means he doesn't like me. Really? Or he doesn't want to talk to anybody. He's a duck man. He's yeah. not a ma- he's, he's like, not a person person. Hey, listen, I'm he's wa- a duck person. I'm walking my women. <laughs> what? Cause women? Because he, he makes love to the ducks. No, he doesn't. You don't think so? I listen. If if he's listening, that that was Jonah that said that. Not I'm pretty me. sure that guy doesn't even have a TV. <laughs> he does. He just looks at his ducks all night. <laughs> but no, he has eight ducks. Uh, I don't want to give away the street I live on. But um, if you want to email me and you seem nice, I'll come and introduce you to the ducks and the <laughs> duck man. <laughs> But stay six feet away from me and the man and the ducks, because we all got to be safe these days. Does he have names? I forgot. Did we mention this last? The week? ducks don't have names. I don't think. I haven't asked, but he he'll say, uh, "Come on, ducks," <laughs> and he has this really long stick, and he doesn't hit the ducks with the stick. Don't worry, but he'll just like tap it on the ground, and they know that he's like the shepherd. Yeah, and he never calls him by name. I kind of want him to be like. <laughs> I don't know what would be a good duck name. Quack. Howard. Quacky. <laughs> yeah, Howard. Yeah. Um, no, I love him for be like, Lucy, Howard, get back in yeah. line. Huey, Louie, let's go. But he just goes, come on, ducks. <laughs> I, I prefer that so much more. I like I that he's like irritated that. that he has to take care of his ducks. Well, he wa- he's so he seems like a sweet guy because I don't know where the ducks live. They might live in like in his basement or something or in his backyard. I don't know. I don't know the man. But he walks them up and down the street. I live on a one-way street in in Edgewater, um, and he walks them up and down the street. Like, and during quarantine, I noticed he's taking them on longer walks. He's like a nice guy. He's good to the ducks. Yeah. And when it, it was raining, just drizzling the other day, the ducks were going crazy. You could really? tell how happy they were. Yeah. Really? Oh, because they're, they're like, like splashing in the puddles and like, wah, 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 like <laughs> yeah. making a bunch of noise. And he's like, "Come on, ducks, <laughs> let's go, ducks. get out of that puddle. Come on, ducks." Wouldn't that be silly if, like, really the the whole backstory of this is that he was just hanging on his porch one day and a duck came <laughs> and he was like, "Hey, duck!" And he started walking away. Is that how and the then Sopranos the duck, starts? And then the, I don't know. And then the, I never watched the Sopranos. And then what? The, uh, yeah, I don't watch shit. And then I watched The Bachelor. <laughs> and then um, that duck followed him. And then he like fed it some bread or whatever. Then he went home. And then the duck went back to. His duck friends was like, this guy just <laughs> feeds you. Uh, I met this guy. He's cool as hell. You want to go live with him forever? Well, what if he didn't actually also, have... how long do ducks live? I have no idea. I think I've heard they live like to like 130. <laughs> no, you didn't. That's, that's what I heard. <laughs> You're thinking of sea turtles. <laughs> 130. Oh, that's, right. that's right. Ducks, I would guess, don't live longer than dogs, right? 20 years? It would be fun if a sea turtle and a duck became friends. <laughs> <laughs> Write it up, man. Send it to Pixar. <laughs> We're sitting on a fucking gold mine. No, but like I, I like to believe that he actually doesn't have any ducks to live with him. They just show up at his doorstep around four. Uh, oh, and they need him to He's take like a, a shepherd. Yeah, uh, that, that could be. I mean, what do I know? <laughs> it seems weird they wouldn't just walk around themselves. Yeah, they want a little leadership. <laughs> you need, I mean, in these trying times, they're like, you know what? You know what? This team is missing a captain. <laughs> We're flying to Edgewater. <laughs> hey, I like that guy who eats his boogers. <laughs> Why 
<laughs> Why does he eat his boogers? Because the guy owns ducks. Yeah. I think he has a wife, too. I've seen him with a dog that kind of walks around the ducks, and he'll... He'll like look at his wife, and the wife will take the dogs away. Really? He's like, "This is duck time." <laughs> you know, this is duck time. It would be funny if he like talks about like, "Oh, me and Lucy, we've just been hanging out all night, and it's just a duck with like a pearl necklace." <laughs> <laughs> and he actual, puts like earrings on it. You mean a physical pearl necklace? Yeah, not like the not okay. like the gross pearl. Necklace. Well, I know you're throwing. You're saying you said he had sex with the ducks earlier. That's like the great joke with the guy. Uh, Walks into his bedroom with the duck under his arm, and he says, "This is the pig I've been having sex with." And his wife goes, "That's not a pig; that's a duck." And he goes, "I wasn't talking to you." <laughs> <laughs> it's like the best. It's an offensive joke, but it, man, is it funny? You know? <laughs> do you think that this this is how? Do you think that this is literally? <laughs> the origin story How he owned all these ducks He's the guy from the joke yeah, He's the guy from the duck <laughs> Then he just wanted to bring A different duck every time What if he just heard A great joke one day And he's, he's like Baby I gotta act this one out <laughs> <laughs> And then he just had a, Every time he had to like He's like I gotta keep the joke new It's a different duck every time <laughs> Oh my god I love it <laughs> uh, Um <clears throat> I don't even remember if it's a duck in the joke. I think it is. <laughs> I heard that joke when I was like 10, and it's been my favorite joke <laughs> my entire life. Even, it's offensive, and I apologize if anyone was offended by it. Don't send me any mean text messages. How could they? What's your number again? <laughs> it's eight. No, no. <laughs> you almost did it. It's eight four seven. Yeah, you know, let's do a running gag. We're in quarantine. 847-651-1103. Let me know what you think of my joke. And my nasally shitty voice. If you, have any, if you have any better jokes, make sure to text them too. What was again? Oh, please. Text me, text me street jokes or like old uh, family jokes, you know. Whatever whatever your favorite old-timey joke is, send it to me. I fucking love those. 847-651-1103. Why do I keep doing this? Yeah, I don't know what you do that. I love it. So like, so Blake and I also run another show uh, that I've been running for a long time, and, and Blake's uh, fairly new to it, uh, which we're excited, but The Blackout Diaries is like a drinking storytelling show. Mm-hmm. And in this show, <clears throat> I, I, me and uh, this other guy named Sean Flannery host it, and, uh, and not together, but we'll switch off and we ask questions in the crowd. And sometimes the crowd's kind of like naive to like, you know, actually like say something out loud in front of a, a, a packed house. Cause it's always sold out. <laughs> and, uh, I'll put my phone number on there for them to text me the oh, question. Yeah. And, the, <laughs> and it's got me in trouble a lot. And one time this guy, te- I don't know if it was a guy or a girl, <clears throat> uh, texted me a picture <laughs> and it was, uh, a drawing it was like uh it was like a a drawing of uh it was just a uh, like a uh just a picture of a drawing and it was like like a, a very busty woman like you know like when you think of like uh like a Roger Rabbit type like 30s 40s like baba boop thing you know and no. uh for the cleavage it was just balls sticking through like testicles yeah like testicles Ew. and then i'm like what is happening and then he sent me another one where it was a hobo, you know, with like those like whatever sticks. What are those called? The hobo sticks. They're just sticks, right? Yeah, they're called something. They're called with something. a little red handkerchief. Yeah, yeah. And then instead of the red yeah. handkerchief, it was just a <laughs> set of balls. He just kept sending <laughs> the me these balls, guy. Yeah, he just kept sending me these for like I a week like straight. That. Do you think he? So thought... if you have any pictures like that, we can text that to what eight four seven. No, I don't want those. Send those to Jonah. Uh, 
I, isn't it funny when you meet someone who's like, uh, hey, you know, I got something you like, and then they send it to you, and you're like, oh, God, and like, here's some more of that, and you're like, no, and you have to be like, stop. <laughs> Please leave me alone. <laughs> like, people who think they're like seeing eye to eye to you. Yeah. Like, he might think you're into, you're the. Like, I'm loving it. You're into testicle art. Yeah, of course, I was like, ha, 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 funny. <laughs> <laughs> you were, oh, you, would, you were asking for it. Well, then. I wasn't asking. Oh, really? I was asking for it? That's encouraging. Yeah. That's encouraging behavior. And then he sent, this, the, I think the last thing he sent was like, hey, man, this bathroom is really nuts. Like, that, that, I don't know what's in that cup, but it's pretty gross. And it was a picture of a, a bathroom, like a bathroom from like a wide, uh, wide distance. And there was, there was a cup in the middle of it, like a coffee cup. And he's like, isn't it crazy what's in that cup? And I'm like, I can't see what's in that. So I zoomed in, and it was a picture of a dick. That one made me laugh. This is all from just giving your phone number away on a live show. Yeah, that's me being like, hey, do you have any questions for the performers? And then some guy was like, I'm going to be friends with this guy for a few weeks. Wow. Well, now you had a little convo with this person. Yeah, they seem nice. They're listening to the show. And it's a Chicago number. It's the 312 number, I noticed. Oh, yeah. And I guess they like my nasally Chicago voice. It's probably someone we know. He's like your mom. (laughs) No, because she's dead. (laughs) Yeah, but you think she's just like, I was just doing an insurance payout. What? <laughs> she still follows your career. Yeah, but she's she can't text me because she's dead. That's what I'm saying. It was, a, it was all a, it was all a ruse. Oh, <laughs> hey, if this is my dead mom pranking me, knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> Just show up on my doorstep. Yeah, knock it off. What if she was one of those ducks? Oh my god! If my mom was reincarnated by a duck, who's my neighbor? Holy shit! Yeah. Sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> That would be funny. Like, I want to introduce us. Uh, this is my new fiance. Here's my wife. Here's my mom. Even met yet? She's like, quack, 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 quack. The title would be My Mom the Duck. And then in parentheses, Who's My Neighbor? <laughs> also, My Neighbor. <laughs> That'd be the worst fucking show ever. Yeah, it'd be pretty bad. God. But you know what I was worried about, transition, mm-hmm. is that uh, that you weren't going to, you were not going to like this season of The Bachelor. Oh, yeah. And I, I, we had a conversation before this, and you said you, you were really into it. Well, right when I saw you tonight and we started talking Bachelor, I, w- I said this was my favorite episode so far. And I'll go ahead and admit, if people have listened to the first couple, I hope I wasn't a bad uh, co-host here or, or sidekick or whatever. But um, I wasn't like fully into it. I was trying to figure out what the show was. I don't, I'm not, I don't watch The Bachelor. I don't watch shows like this very often. I don't dislike them generally. I just don't go out of my way. Obviously, now with all the time on my hands, I <laughs> signed on for this little adventure. But uh, episode three, I really, really liked. And I hope you guys feel the same. But it, um, it just piqued my interest and it sort of... I think it has more of a format now. Maybe yeah. I like a little uh, comfort in a format. Yeah. And uh, yeah, everything about this episode I like. There was some good drama in there. There was. And the drama is more form formulated, you know? Yeah. I think that I was just over... It was more isolated to just the, a few. Right. Yeah. I think there was too much to keep track of in the first two for me. Where it's I didn't, I didn't dislike them, but I wasn't all in until this week's... Uh, so it's these are just single episodes, but they're all two hours long. So this is episode three we're reviewing tonight, right? Correct. Yeah, and it's a two-hour episode with commercials. I I had the benefit of recording this one. The other ones I watched live. Oh, did you? So I got to fast forward through commercials. Maybe that made me like it more. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I have YouTube TV free plug for those guys. Yeah, if you guys go to um, YouTubeTV.com/slash <laughs> Pedals and Bricks, uh, you'll find a uh, there. There isn't a page, and you don't get a discount. We're not. We're not. We're not, we're not supported by them. We're yet. trying to get sponsored by them and by Truly and every other hard seltzer out there. Oh, we drink them it. all. I'm, I'm. I'm trying to make my own now. Oh, really? I got a hard seltzer kit. 
Really? Yeah. If you if anybody that's drinking house, hard seltzer is obviously taking over. What right alcohol now. do you put in them? You you make the alcohol. Like it gives you it's a whole kit, kind of like like how you make beer, and it takes a month. Uh, the first two weeks is just creating the alcohol, and then the other two weeks is is carbonating it. You can kind of flavor it however you want. It's on Amazon. Um, just t- just Google if anybody's interested in trying this. Uh, that's nice thing too. Is like about this like quarantine that we're all in is that we can try to do things that we've been wanting sure. to do. Oh yeah, and you know if you're out there and you're like me where you had kind of a bit of a, a gut, maybe yeah. not in the best shape. Yeah. Uh, that I've been working on a lot. I'm not drinking beer anymore. I'm I'm either trying to stay sober, which is I'm failing at. Yeah. Or I'm drinking these hard seltzers way. Uh, Less calories, less carbs. Yeah, better for you, right? Yeah, I it's, mean, if it, if you can not drink at all, that's probably the best advice. But I don't have that luxury. I, get I don't it. know. Something about this makes me feel like I'm gonna get cancer with this for sure. It just is like, yeah, you know what we did? We made oh, alcohol man, now out we're of not water. Get a sponsorship at all? <laughs> oh no, he I'm just, just fucked us on the sponsorship. You know what's funny is that Truly does want to sponsor Blackout Diaries. Really? Yeah, maybe I fucked that up. But Truly is the one that doesn't get cancer. <laughs> We're the we're the one seltzer that truly doesn't get cancer. I'm going to go ahead and say none of them do. Okay. Why would you even assume that? It's just water. It just seems and water like the water turned into alcohol. I think it's, it's just, just a silly. brilliant invention that somebody finally came up with, where we don't all have to get giant beer guts and we can get fucked up. You it's know? insane how much like um, they're up uh, last year from the year before they were up almost two thousand uh, percent seltzer sales. Yeah, it's crazy because like they're going to crush when, beer because like. I mean, like people like me, like we're in our 30s, you know, like uh-huh. it makes more sense to drink five of these than five beers. Right. Because five beers, I'm going to get tired. Yeah. I'm going to fucking put on a gut. Yeah. This is, won't, will barely affect me. It's like it's like water. It's literally like seltzer water. I know. And it's crazy how like this is like, you know, not to not to like have like a, a gender stereotype, but like, you know, like generally these type of drinks are not like widely accepted by the kind of male. Um, yeah. Uh, if I was like 23 and someone offered me one of these, I'd be like, "Get out of my fucking no, the, face!" No, no, they're actually like wildly, they're like wi- widely accepted by all. Yeah, I think the, the younger generation is more um, open-minded. I it's guess. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, I'm drinking beer or whiskey or nothing. I thought I was like a fucking cowboy or something. Which you know? sucks because it drove the price up. I remember when I first said Truly, it was like five years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw a case. I was walking in Target. I saw a, like clearance case. Like it was like a, a 12 pack for 10 bucks. I'm like, what? What hell? Hard seltzer? What? Yeah. And then I had it. I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever had in my life. And then five years later, now you get a uh, a twelve pack of of truly for like sixteen bucks now. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's like less. <laughs> Sorry, Nancy. By the way, this has turned into a seltzer <laughs> talk. But it's like it, it, the uh, especially because I'm making it now. Uh, it's so much less um, ingredients. Yeah, it's like when remember when I'm, t- I I was just looking at this. You, Jonah was nice enough to bring me a giant truly. I basically, then, brought you a forty. <laughs> it's a tall, super tall boy. Tall boy, yeah. And it, there's like no ingredients, and that's just it. Just feels pure. There's lit- I'm not going to read them all, but there's less than ten ingredients. But it's one that and any beer or like soda you drink is going to yeah be, have fucking forty. But it's almost like when tape switched to CD, where like CDs were more expensive, <laughs> yeah. but they costed half of the price to make. Yeah. So people are like, "You're fucking us over." Same thing with this. This this costs less than what a case of like Bud Light takes to make a twenty four mm-hmm. pack, and it's eh, whatever. So, anyways, yeah. uh, uh, White Claw truly and fucking busy, busy. They're all gonna they're gonna be rich. Yeah, Bon, bon V is pretty good too. I never had it. It's a good one. 
They're the original. They're all good. And I think, it, you know, it's it's healthier. Yeah. As far as I know, it's healthier. Maybe you're right, and there is something <laughs> we don't know it about it yet. It doesn't feel right. But <clears throat> anyways, okay, so sorry, Nancy. That We went way off topic. Sorry, Nancy. I can't even f- figure out a way to get back to it uh, where we're at. Um, but you're liking you're liking it. You're liking this episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, back to the show. Um, I think, it, yeah, this is my favorite episode of the three by far. I took a lot of notes, and I, you know, I just sat back. I feel like I truly enjoyed. You truly did. <laughs> Maybe we will get that sponsorship. <laughs> um, I I enjoyed it, uh, and it didn't feel like I was watching it for the to do this podcast. Oh, that's nice. You know, yeah. the first two, I was like, "All right, Jonah asked me to be a part of this podcast. I I gotta watch and take notes." But this time, I was like, "Oh," and I forgot to take notes for a while. Yeah, and I even had to rewind and be like, "Okay, what did I?" That reminds me, because when I was uh, watching the show, I liked it. But then after doing the podcast with you, I said, I miss Fencheck. <laughs> <laughs> we all miss Fencheck. I'm kidding. Um, uh, no, I, I think at the at the end of this episode, I was like, oh, shit. Like, this seems like a formula that's good enough to, like, continue to do. Yeah. Because, like, they've tried, they've tried different <laughs> types of these shows, and they just haven't really... And it's goofy in, like, a... It's just... It's goofy, at, but not in a bad way. Right. Like, it gets really funny when they start judging people's singing and their <laughs> their their uh, quality as a couple yeah. at the same time. Yeah, it's funny when they're like... I've never seen that before. You guys well, but I don't believe your love. But you know what? Good for them for coming up with this idea. Yeah. Because they are... You know, they've been doing reality shows and dating shows for... God, forever now. Yeah. This is a new one. You know, this feels mm-hmm. new to me. Yeah. Which is, I think, why I like it. Yeah. And it just proves the power of Bradley Cooper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it kind of touches all of us. Cooper and Gaga. Without Cooper and Gaga. <laughs> so you say you're Gaga over the show? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that. No, I like that. And this one's kind of good because like, this is when they introduced the competition part of it, which is really nice. I loved when Chris came out and he was just like, "Hey, stop fucking around. This is a real shit now." Yeah, I wrote Chris. Chris gets cutthroat immediately. Chris scares me. By the way, it's cool because like the I and maybe that's another thing that I liked about this, especially is like they don't they jump right into it where he's like, "You must be a serious couple." Yeah. Or get the fuck out of that. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> Which I've never seen. Like I'm not an expert on these yeah. shows, but they, they don't do that. Yeah. A lot of the allure is like, are will they or won't they sort of thing for the whole season, right? Right. But this is like, no, if you're not fucking in love yeah. and ready to sing with each other, yeah. there's the door, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this isn't no fucking fairy tale. This is about love. Yeah, and it even got to the point, and I'm sure we'll get to it, but it's like, if you have feelings for someone who's not the person you gave the rose to, you better let them know now. Yeah, or and get the like, like, Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, imagine being in that situation. It sounds terrifying. I was like, what's Julia going to do? <laughs> 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 I said, gonna, what's going to happen to my sweet Savannah? That was my first thought, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I was just like, oh my God, this is not going to be good for a lot of these people. Yeah. Um, so we, op- we open up, um, I'm trying to figure out that silhouette of the actual logo for the show. And I think I think the guy is Brandon. If you look at the silhouette. No way. Yeah, look at it. I'm pretty sure it's Brandon, which scares could, me because I don't be want him to win. That. He's got a common haircut. That oh, could be anybody. It's either him or Pistol Pete Maravich. Are they giving us it's an Easter? Because the NBA. I know. He's not the logo of the NBA. <laughs> Pistol Pete is? No, he isn't. Who is? Uh, Jerry West. Is oh, Jerry West. Ah, yeah. shit. And but, they, I was just talking uh, about wait, the other day. Uh, let's they... take two on this one. Let me get my voice ready. <laughs> no, 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 no. Leave no. it. 
There, there's talks of changing it to Kobe Bryant's logo, which I think would be a very sweet way to honor him. Yeah. Anyways, it's a, Jerry West is the logo of the NBA. Yeah. But um, I, I don't think they're giving us an Easter egg <laughs> spoiler of who wins not. the season. Brandon? That's interesting you even considered that. It is, because I was staring at it. I'm like, that's fucking Brandon. Who I know do you it think is. the woman is then? I was trying to figure that out. It doesn't look like it's uh That would be Savannah. a cool bombshell to drop at the end and be like, it was right in front of your eyes the, the whole, whole time. time. Yeah. That would, it's like the prestige moment. That'd be cool. I'm going to look at it closely for episode four. Yeah, you should do that. <laughs> I don't know hey, why. I <laughs> what are you mad at me? I don't know why I did that. <laughs> um, so we start off with just kind of everyone hanging out. The two girls do the uh, handstand. How do you feel about that? Uh, <laughs> that lasted like one. I didn't have any feelings about that one way or the other. A lot of people doing, uh, trying to learn handstands on Instagram, I've noticed. Friends of ours. Really? Yeah, like people doing yoga in quarantine. Yeah. I just think, like, maybe don't do it against the glass door. That's probably wise. Because it, like, it looked like they had done it before. They had decent Oh, they've form, done right? it before. Yeah, yeah, they definitely are doing it. But one girl was like, what a great time to be alive. And then she does a uh, handstand against a glass door. And I'm like, what if it <laughs> broke through <laughs> the glass, like... Yeah. That's not safe breakaway. Breakaway. Good point. Class. Also, they're in a mansion. They could find a different wall. That's a good point. Yeah, there's a lot of walls there. Yeah. Just don't. It's like uh, I'm gonna do this handstand over this uh, fireplace. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> I had a trainer try to make me do a handstand. I fell on my head, and, and he felt real bad. He apologized for a whole year, a whole a whole day. <laughs> I just have no interest in learning how to do that. No, you never did gymnastics when you were a kid. No, I wouldn't want to stand on my head because it. I used to walk. It's a handstand, not a headstand. Uh, stand on my hands. Yeah. I don't just. I don't like my head being upside down. It feels wrong. <laughs> All it the blood wrong. rushes to it. What if you go to Australia? I when I was a kid, when I played like little league baseball and stuff, I used to walk on my hands. I got pretty good at it because I was just real skinny, and I knew that it, the trick was just arching your feet just a little over the the front of your hands. Yeah, and then you keep the forward momentum going. So kids would be like, "Holy shit, Burkhardt knows how to." Walk on his hands, but I was just riding the momentum, and then I would fall every time. But as a kid, so you, you mentioned that back. you do that. You, said, you mentioned that when you said you would do little league, would you hit the ball and then try to do that to first base? <laughs> oh my god, that would I would be I would have been the king. <laughs> and your coach is like, you get out every time, Burkhart. <laughs> it still it still would be cool if if I grounded out to the shortstop and ran to first base with my hands. That would no, be I would do it, it. I should clarify. I would do it if I was playing outfield. I do it like between batters and stuff. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, and then. The parents would be like, look at that kid walking yeah, out of showboating over there. Yeah, it was a class clown. Yeah. Oh. But I got pretty good at it. But now I'm in my 30s. I, there's no way I could fucking do that or do a handstand. So kudos if we you can do We got two windows here. Do you want to try it against it? <laughs> yeah. Wait, give me well, a two, giant. Two 200-pound 30-year-olds uh, uh, against give me a, a windshield. <laughs> yeah, give me a huge glass door. I'll go right fucking through it. Yeah. Um. So I noticed that. Uh, then with the morning, uh, everybody's kind of talking in the morning. Uh, one thing I noticed, if guys are having a serious conversation, they have to put their hoodie over their head. Every single guy that's like, what do you think? I don't know. They have their hoodie yeah, over their head. That's sort of the cool loungy look, right? I also realized that rock stars look ridiculous in their pajamas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine like Chris Cornell in his PJs? No, you're not supposed to see him like that. Yeah. <laughs> Once someone's already iconic, it's like, what the hell? I don't I w- want to see him walking around their boxer shorts yeah. and a hoodie. Yeah. I, uh, oh, why am I forgetting his name? Um, uh, who was in, who was in, uh, uh, fuck, who was in Wayne's World 2 uh, that does a Milwaukee thing? 
from Hayes Wayne's World. Oh, uh, Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. I worked at this uh, uh, clothing store in when I was in college, and Alice Cooper came in with his daughter. No way. Yeah, and uh, he was like in sweatpants and like a hoodie. Oh, no. But it was like Alex Cooper. But I was like, who's a six-year-old walking in? And I'm like, fucking Alex Cooper is in here? And he's just like, sure, whatever you want. Take it. And I'm like, this is the most. I lost all respect <laughs> seeing him like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he he was like not a big rock star when we were like children. No, but like, I loved Wayne's World, was Wayne's like, World, though. Yeah, but that was like the, that was the tail end of him being like a rock star. Like he owned yeah. the decade before that. He's a cool guy. Yeah. But, could but you, yeah, you can't stay cool forever. And also, if you're if you're like a he's like kind of one of the goth uh, originators, yeah. I would say. Yeah, I don't don't fact check me on that. I don't know anything about goth culture. But he was like wearing makeup and like eyeliner and stuff and like looking like right. a dead guy. That's what I'm talking about. You see like the guy, the guys from Corn in their sweatpants and PJs. No, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> It just is like I also Alice like, Cooper way cooler than Corn ever was. Well, a lot name. of people disagree with you on that one. Yeah, well, come at me, Iowa. <laughs> well, they can text you. So <laughs> yeah, uh, you guys don't like Corn? Rewind five minutes and go text Blake. Corn, whatever. Corn's okay if you like him. Alice Cooper's way fucking cooler than Corn ever was. Yeah. Anyways, that's my rock. That was rock talk with Blake. <laughs> <laughs> that's our new section called Rock Talk with uh, with Blake. The first and final segment. Of I it. think that's gonna happen when we uh, bring up Jason Mraz later. Oh yeah, we're gonna have a little rock talk with him, um, but yeah, the dude like Sheridan with all the rings, and his hair and his beard, and then he's just like in gray sweatpants. Yeah, it's silly. Yeah, you got to kind of pick a lane there. Yeah, if you're gonna be all flashy, be like Mystery the pickup artist. <laughs> seeing him in his sweatpants would be like, what the hell? Why am I seeing this? You know? Yeah, that guy sleeps in a cowboy hat. You can't wear all that flair and then go to like the op- the opposite of flair is pajama pants right right i don't want to see you in both ways it's one or the other right yeah that's like seeing alice cooper shove at aldi yeah <laughs> he probably has to now no I, i'm sure he's fine you think so he may you know, think he blew a bunch of that money i don't i don't know <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> but i didn't know i'd be asking many questions about alice cooper tonight you know things just kind of pop up in the, this podcast yeah sure um Again, I think I mentioned this last podcast, but I think Sheridan to me seems like the the truest artist of all these people, because like almost the whole episode you see him in the mornings, you see him writing, working on new music, playing his guitar. Yeah, but I mean, what else is he gonna do? He's dating a girl that doesn't love. I was gonna say that. Yeah, (laughs) you get a lot of work done when you're dating a lady who doesn't reciprocate the feelings. Trust me, (laughs) every girlfriend I've ever had. Do you think do you think secretly he sees what's going on, but he's like, I can get a lot of good material out of this? Uh, no, I I even wrote down at one point that uh, I like him now. I like Sheridan now. I like Sheridan, too. and he was one of my least. He was literally my least favorite. You hated him, male. But now I just feel bad for him. Yeah, it's hard not to like him. And you're right. I think he's a committed artist, and I don't think that he's playing the show for his own stardom i think he really has feelings for julia yeah, yeah. which makes me feel even worse for him because it's like god man i've seen that from friends of ours you know yeah. or friends of mine throughout my life and just like can we just give up i know like like especially if there's another guy who's like around it's like that's the worst scenario yeah well it's was- like she has made it clear she likes the other guy more 
Right. Don't let her do this to you. Get out. Like now he, he feels like he's my friend yeah. who I'm looking after. Whereas episode one, I was just like, fuck this guy in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So I was thinking about this is you ever seen my best friend's wedding? Of course I have. It's great. <laughs> it's such a great movie. It's great. Yeah. So great. Um, so we have, and, and after the show kind of starts with this kind of through line of like Savannah, Brandon, Julia, and, uh, Sheridan, right? This is kind of like, this is kind of the web that the relationship web that's oh, happening. I imagine. Yeah. Right. Yep. So Brandon basically is kind of plain Julia, but he's kind of going for Savannah, right? Um, Yeah. Right. Well, but I don't know. I feel like he thought he would have more time. Yeah. To kind of make a decision. Or honestly just be a, like he, I think he's a bad guy, right? He's a terrible guy. And it's like, I'm not, no judgment. I think people have been in this role before uh, where you like two people at the same time. Yeah. It, it seems like he doesn't like either of them. Really? I think, I mean, you might be right. I, he might be on the show to be discovered as a musician himself yeah. first and foremost. Right. But he needs to start s- stop singing like like uh <laughs> notes hurt his feelings. <laughs> Did you notice I, that? When yeah. he sings he's like Ugh! he's not I'm my like, he's not my cup of tea of a singer, but it's it, you can tell he has talent, right? I mean, if you want to call it that. Of everyone left, he's one of the least the worst singers, I would say. Agreed. But they're all I mean, that's not a knock on him. They're all they're all talented singers, I think. But here's the thing. It's like, okay, so there's like Brandon, right? So, okay, so in a way, I thought of it this way, but, you know, maybe I'm wrong. But Brandon's kind of going for Savannah. Julia is going for uh, Brandon. Mm. And uh, uh, who am I? What's his name now? Sheridan is yeah. going for Julia, right? Yeah. And it's like in My Best Friend's Wedding when they're all running after each other. And then someone's like, who, who's running for you? To Julie Roberts. Right. Who's running for you? And he's, she's kind of like, oh, shit. Like, nobody. And that's what Sheridan. I feel bad. Like, nobody's going for Sheridan. Yeah. Nobody likes him at all. He's the Julia Roberts, which is interesting because oh his hair that's a, is You're making so, a great point right now, yeah. Yeah. Because his hair is also identical to Julia Roberts. <laughs> yeah. So he's the Julia Roberts of the show of My Best Friend's Wedding. You're totally right. Thank you. That's been the podcast you guys. Appreciate <laughs> that. That's all I wanted. You nailed that analogy. That's perfect. Yeah. And it, I think that makes me like him more. It makes me like Julia Roberts more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like in the movie, it's like she's kind of not your favorite type of person, I guess. Yeah. But she grows. And, and then you end up feeling like sorry for her. But also she's like, a, I don't know. I would argue that that's also the hottest Julia Roberts has ever looked. Mm, Pelican brief. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> and she's always very... Pretty and elegant. Mm-hmm. Miss, uh, uh, I almost said Miss Congeniality. That's not her. That's Sandra Bullock. No, that's Sandy. Pretty Woman. Delightful movie. I, Julia Roberts' early career is uh, wonderful. She's oh, she's absolutely wonderful in everything she does. Did you watch Homecoming? She's a treasure. That's uh, a show she had on Amazon. No. That was based on a podcast. <laughs> haven't seen that. <laughs> That'd be funny if it was like... Who's yeah. going to play us? And- <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sheridan will play you. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, you're... Me? You're Brendan. I don't think I'm a Brendan. <laughs> All right. I, Who for, are you? Forget this whole thing. I, I don't know. Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> Would that be funny if Bruce Willis does... Because he used to be in a band. He plays the uh, uh, harmonica. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. That would be funny if Bruce is like, you know, I always thought my career could be farther than it should. And Bruce Willis is on. Oh, yeah. They oh, should yeah. have like uh, this type show, but with him. Him and Demi Moore. Yeah. Weren't they? They were a couple of 90s. Yeah, they have, they have kids together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm talking about like, what if they had like. Ashton Kutcher comes But he's just like, hey, man, I just want to hang out with Bruce. Yeah. We'd be like, this is the best love triangle since Brendan, Savannah, and <laughs> <laughs> Sheridan. <laughs> um, they should have a. Uh, bachelor with like failed musicians that are famous actors like it's like russell crowe keanu reeves oh yeah Bruce johnny Willis, depp johnny depp it's just all guys sean penn right no i feel like they all had a sean band penn. why would you not have a band if you <laughs> yeah. were a movie star and you had like six months off be like okay me and my friends are a band <laughs> yeah now. yeah Listen to our shitty music. Yeah, it's like Hillary Duff, and then whoever was uh, in Dawson's, Katie Holmes, uh, tried to be a singer for a while. Did she? Yeah. Um, Jared Leto. Oh yeah, Jared. He was Leto. in a, actually probably the Mars. most successful band of it. Yeah. Well, I don't know because Jason, Jason Schwartzman. Schwartz. Yeah, Schwartz. Schwartzman in um, what the fuck was it? His band I really liked. Actually. Yeah, he did the California Phantom Planet. Phantom Planet, and then he did a solo album too, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, maybe not. I think Hugh Jackman. Probably. It's funny that Russell Crowe is a lead singer of a band and he was the worst part of Les Mis. Because in Les Mis, you actually have to be able to sing. To be in like a prog rock band in the 80s, you don't have to be a good <laughs> yeah. singer. Yeah, you <laughs> Most of them do. aren't. Yeah. You just ha- you have to hit the notes. You don't have to have a good voice. Yeah. If you're in Les Mis, you better fucking hit your notes, asshole. Yeah. Um, but going back to the, the triangle, uh, so we see... We see uh, Brandon go to Julia, and he was just like, hey, just let you know, like, I knew that you were going to be chosen. Uh, I knew you you were going to be the one that was chosen, so that's why I didn't choose you. How do you feel about that? Because she goes up to him and is like, hey, we need to talk about what you said to me after the the rose. I mean, And then he goes, and then he looks to see if Savannah's there, and he goes, I guess we'll talk about it now. Yeah. That's kind of a shitty comment to somebody. It's all shitty. Everything he's doing is bad. Yeah. I'm trying not to judge him too harshly because it's like, I think he, I no, I think he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy, right? He's the bad guy of the show so far. Yeah, But kind of sure. low key because no one is all that mad at him. Because he's like so dopey about it. The only one who, no one's really mad at him at all. He's getting away with it. I know. Like Sheridan should be like, I'm going to fucking fight that guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he yeah. should be like. He's like, I just wonder what Julia's going to do. It's like, he should be like, hey, Brendan, get the fuck away from my woman. Yeah. Like, like she, her and I are together. Are, do you have feelings for him? Do you guys right. have feelings for each other? Like, I'll, I'll get out of here. Yeah. Or fucking knock this off. Yeah, because poor Sheridan later is just like, I thought we already went through this. And then he, and then he always backtracks. He's always like, well, I, you know, you, if, you don't rem- if you remember correctly, you know that I told you that, like, um, I'm still, like, figuring it out whatever and she's like i don't think you said that but he's like so <laughs> yeah. like he's like oh babe you remember i said this right no he's so full of shit and like as i will say and i'm sure listeners you know can relate in, on some level like these love triangles happen in real life yeah and handling it with maturity is hard but it is the sort of thing where it's just like no no, no. like they clearly they make more sense than me and right her right so i'll step away or like someone tell me what's going on so i yeah. know like, you just want that, you know? Yeah. And Brennan is the bad guy here. For sure. Because he could very transparently be like, no, no, no I'm with Savannah. You guys are fine. Yeah. But instead, he's like, I, I, I actually like you, too. So just hang out. 
Yeah, he's like, hey, don't vote. Don't not vote for me. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, don't, we'll figure it out. Don't go. I know I gave the, her the rose on national television. Yeah, and I make it out with her in public <laughs> and shit. But like, yeah. Uh, but that's why this episode got crazy because, like, you know, right up top, they're like, choose who you love. I know. <laughs> and you're going to sing with them. Well, but speaking of which, that's, that's what happens next is Chris comes out. Yep. Right. And then he does what you just said, right? Oh, well, we, we covered that already, I thought. That would happen. No, not yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah, why the f- how could you? <laughs> I thought we touched on that already where he's like... We did a little bit. Okay. But like, we, we hinted at it. We yeah, hinted yeah. at it, yeah. yeah. We, we sprinkled that in a little bit. Sure, sure. Yeah. So there's all this like kind of like posturing for position, and then he's like, None, he's like, knock it off, kids. <laughs> Who do you love and want to sing with? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's going to be your... He's like, no one else is coming. Who's your life partner and career partner? Guess what? It's going to be the same fucking person. <laughs> Choose wisely. You yeah. have... And, and he goes... You better decide this morning. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's, that sucks. Yeah. Like, if anyone told me, like, okay, make a big decision, and it's going to be this morning, Blake, I'd be like, I don't do anything in the morning, pal. <laughs> like, like, let me at least have until uh, early evening. Yeah. And then, he, yeah, and then he's just like, uh, he's like, we all know this isn't about the music, it's about the love. <laughs> yeah, which and we every all Every single failed singer looked at each other and was like, it's about the music. <laughs> He's like, I only want to see serious couple. No faking it. No fucking around. Exactly what you said. And then he goes, the winner, you're going to be judged by not only musicians. You're going to be judged by celebrities. <laughs> and you know what? The best judge of them all. He literally goes, the best judge of them all. Ex-contestants on this show. Yeah, which he has a point, right? Yeah. For who's going to make it on the show, right? right Is that yeah. what he was saying? Yeah. Like, as far as the couples go, and then we'll get into the contest later, but I think it maybe would have made sense for the Bachelor couple to just judge their chemistry <laughs> as yeah, a yeah. couple. Instead of being like, and then Jason Mraz, yeah, Jason Mraz only tell them yeah. about their singing. And Which Kesha, we see a little bit of a change. Kesha, you know, could just do Kesha was like, okay, so we'll get to this. I have a lot of thoughts on Kesha. Oh, I can't wait to hear about that. Um, so this happens, and they all, like... He's basically like, if you're not going to be a couple, then get the fuck out. You better figure this out. And then also when he mentioned that couple thing, Julia, I don't know if you noticed that Julia looks at Brandon. Brandon looks at Julia, like right when he said that. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting because then what Julia does is right after, that's when she confronts Savannah. Yeah. And is like, hey, just let you know, this is what Brandon said to me. Yeah. Which is like, um, you know what? Bad move, I think. By Brandon's or Julia's? By Julia, not only because that's a shitty move, being like, here's what the guy, you, the, you know the guy we both like? Here's the exact thing he said to me in confidence. Yeah. Because that's him, that's her kind of betraying him. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's an asshole. And also, like, telling her something that she knows is going to hurt her. Right. Felt unnecessary. It was. I think a smarter move would have been if Julia went straight to Brennan and said, like, it's me and you, baby. I love you. Let's do this thing. Forget about that other chick. Yeah. I I know what you said to me was real. <laughs> that sounds sadder. What do you mean sadder? Like more desperate? Yeah. But don't you think, like, maybe it is desperate, but it's like her talking to Savannah did no good for her. Yeah. That didn't help her at no, all. No, because I think it might have been like, to me, <laughs> I put this in my, I, I, if you can't see me, but I pointed my finger to my brain. Yeah. To me. He put his finger to his temple. 
<laughs> what my brain tells <laughs> what my me. brain told me <laughs> is that she is like, I'm going to confront Savannah. She's going to have a big what to do about it. She's going to confront Brandon. Then she's going to be like, well, we're not a couple. So she's going to leave. And See? then Brandon is going to come to me. Wrong move. It's a Julia and Roberts situation. I guess I have the blessing of hindsight. Yeah, but that, well, you're right. That did work in my best friend's way. <laughs> <laughs> but this is real life, man. This is reality TV. Yeah. You're talking about a fictional film. Correct. I think that if she had gone to Brendan, that gives her a 50-50 chance. Makes yeah. Brendan make the decision. By going to Savannah, Savannah begins to cry. Yeah. You know, breaks down. Everyone sees it. Everyone points it out to Brendan. And that moves her up yeah. in his mind. True. And moves Julia down. It's like, oh, what? she's crying because of what Julia said to her? Yeah. I like Julia less. I like Savannah more. Right. She and shot also, herself in the you, foot. Julia trying to fuck yeah. me over. She yeah, shot true. herself in the foot. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah. And then immediately she goes to, he goes to Savannah and says, what are you crying about? And she said, Julia told me all this stuff. If it, if, if I was him, I never would act this way to women, you know. Yeah. But, <laughs> By the way, people could hear the way you, but you they could see, they could hear your wink. You just I didn't <laughs> wink. No, I did. I would never treat ladies like that. Ding. <laughs> no, I'm. I in my no, I don't do that. I don't behave like that, jerk. Ding. But I t- <laughs> that was Jonah thinking. Um, I tell you what, my reaction would be is if I went to and saw Savannah crying and went and been like. Uh, what are you crying about? Well, Julia told me what you said to me in confidence. I'd be like, oh, cool. Thanks for letting me know. And now I fucking hate Julia yeah. for good. Because it's like she betrayed my trust, even though I was being shady in the first place. Now I know I can't trust her. I'm a shady guy. I can't trust that shady girl. I'm going to go with this nice girl. Yeah. Where what he should really do is be like, listen, I'll leave the show. I'm yeah. clearly going to cause a lot of drama. Uh, I'm out of here. And all the producers would be like, no, stay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <please. laughs> You're going to make some good apps. Yeah. But really, like, I think uh, she f- he fucked up in the first place by playing two women against each other, which yeah. is awful. Awful. And not being honest with either of them. Once Julia spilled the beans, which is maybe the noble thing to do. Right. It was not the right move for her. Right. Uh, show wise. Right. And then, well, also, too, like. So to go into kind of what you're saying is that when Savannah, like when Brandon goes up, to, first off, it's like Brandon's playing with playing this with this blind confidence that like it's like when you like the guys that cheat. I don't want to put like us in like, you know, like when we do this, uh, you know, like when we did this. But it's like the guys that like cheat on their girlfriends with somebody they work with and then they bring their girlfriends around the, the work people. And they're just they're just so confident. Like this girl's never gonna call me sure. out. Sure, even the if it's not like a cheating situation. Because as listeners know, I don't cheat. No wink. <laughs> never have. Dink. No, that I'm not dinking, folks. That's not me dinking. Listen, uh, even if it's not a cheating situation, I would go ahead and say if it's like an ex or like yeah. a recent ex or like a, a a hookup. Yeah. And you knowingly bring your partner around uh-huh. the person who you have a sexual past with, it gets you know. Uh, the waters get a little choppy, right? They get a little choppy. Yeah, and it yeah. maybe if you can you avoid, ski, you can't ski comfortably. On if that. you can avoid it, don't do it, yeah. or have an honest conversation with your partner if if you really have feelings for them. But it, you know, it is a very uh, fine line there. Yeah, and well, I think Brendan is well past it. I think he's done enough wrong. Well, <laughs> where he we can't really defend him anymore. No, we can't. And then also, like when when uh, uh, Savannah goes up, goes up to her, him and she, he's and she opens up by saying. Uh, well, he he goes. What's, what's the matter? 
And then she goes, I just didn't know it was to this extent. And then you could tell he's scanning everything that she might know. And he, he goes, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to say anything. Oh, he's like a master manipulator. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not going to admit anything. I'm not going to deny anything. I'm going to wait till I also, hear everything. I mean, this isn't brought up on the show at all, which I think is cool because I think age is irrelevant. You know, I've dated women w- much older than me and uh, quite a bit younger than me. Ding. <laughs> No, but really, I don't, when I, you know, I was in my early 20s dating a lady that was in her early 30s, and it mm. obviously didn't work out. It wasn't the right move for either of us. But I, what I'm saying is age has never mattered to me with dating, and I, th- I don't think people should be judged on that. Um, but he is a good 10 years older than Savannah. Oh, I didn't even pay attention to that. Yeah, Pretty that's sure. That's true, yeah. Nine or 10 years. Something like that, Which yeah. is like, again, that's fine. But uh, Julie, I think, is closer to his age. And I think he is maybe Savannah. Maybe I hate to throw around the word naive, but like might not kind of process what he really is doing, which yeah. is manipulating her. Yeah, she's like too. She's too willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. Like she doesn't. She hasn't been right destroyed by love yet. What I hope happens on the show is like people kind of. Um, you know, carry on with these relationships, but be like, no, nah, really, I don't trust you, but well, let's keep singing together because yeah. we got to win this you competition. Know that, convers- that, that, that was crazy to me because, like... That's going to be the next episode, I feel like. Yeah, I think you're right. Because, like, the thing is, is, like, before before Brandon and Julia, or, I'm sorry, Savannah have this talk, you know, Julia says the thing to Savannah, and then Savannah's uh, understandably upset, like, kind of confused. She leaves, and then Gabe comes up and is like, yeah. hey, I got something to tell you. Yeah, and then you know it's a good thing when like you're gonna tell somebody that you love them, and then they uh, begrudgingly go, "Hey, Gabe." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hi, Gabe. And he's like, "Hey, just let you know." And she just hears this news, right? And he's just like, "Just let you know, I'm in love with you. (laughs) I think this will work between us." And she's like, "It was Gabe, right?" To his credit, and Gabe, if uh, if you're listening, listeners will know that from episode one, I those are my favorite. That was my favorite two. Out, out the gates were yeah. Gabe and Savannah. And when it looked like they might begin together, I was like, oh, my God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is my two favorite people. Yeah. But it felt forced. But to Gabe's credit, he poured his feelings out. And he, he said, did. he said, if um, if it is, if it's not going to be with you, I don't want to be on this show anymore. Yeah. And that's kind of beautiful. And so, she flat out says, uh, then <laughs> pack your bags, pal. Yeah, pack your bags, pal. Because <laughs> she was like, I didn't see those two talking really at all in the early episodes. Like, it feels like he... He just liked her the most from yeah, afar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's in this kind of like all your relationships that we talked about in the first episode, <laughs> did we? Yeah, we talked about. Oh okay, God, what have I said on here? All the relationships you had in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that at all, but I, I, I remember thinking it. I remember saying it to our audience. Uh, no, I like I was rooting for those two, um, but I, I knew right away it wasn't going to work out. Yeah, well. <laughs> I just feel bad because then she goes, oh, because you're telling me that, like, you want to be with me. If I don't want to be with you, you have to go home now. And he's like, yeah. Is that putting pressure on you? And she's like, yeah, fuckhead, it is. But at the time, I kind of think that she thought she was going home, too. True. Yeah. Because she didn't. uh... Oh, no. Yeah, she did get the rose from him. Shit. I think she thought that maybe it was going to flip. Maybe. On her. Yeah. So she was like, I could cover my bases with this really nice guy right. who I don't have chemistry with. Yeah. Or I could just tell him the truth. And she does the right thing and he yeah, does, does the right, the right thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are all good people, you know? Yeah. From what yeah. I could tell so far, 
Well, Gabe's a really, really good guy. Oh yeah, Gabe is a Christian man. Very uh <laughs> like um I forget all the nice things I liked about Gabe in the first yeah. place, but like grounded, like honest person. Yeah. Like you know that guy's not gonna stab you in the back. And he's super cut. Super cut, very good looking, great singer. Great singer. Great um, tall. I'm kinda I'm dreamy. Bummed, I'm bummed that that's the last of Gabe and yeah. also his uh lady who Ruby. We barely got to know Ruby. Yeah, we only got to know her just a tad. And it seems like he kind of just added her just to kind of cuz he had a chance to give a rose to someone. Yeah. He didn't have anything all that serious with her. And he right. tells her the truth too. Good yeah. on him. Like everything Gabe does in the course of the show makes you feel good about the guy, right? Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't know, but, like, my favorite thing about this, like, Gabe-Savannah thing is, like, after that got done, Savannah has her second breakdown, and she cries, and she does not want to be handled by uh, the producers. She runs off, and then a PA comes after her, and she's like, leave me the fuck alone! And, and I don't know if you know this, but the back of the PA shirt, it said, uh, no time for bad vibes. <laughs> I was running after a woman telling yeah, him to like, leave him alone. I was like, literally, there is no time. She's like, I don't have time for you to be upset right now. <laughs> yeah. You've read my shirt. <laughs> He's like, no, my bad vibes, I mean. And if you don't give me an interview, that's going to make me look bad. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> 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 I just want to do everything to go, huh? Uh, no, yeah, I, I hate them chasing her down. Just leave the lady alone. Yeah. Also, like, man, I really like her a lot. Which one? Savannah? Savannah. Yeah, she's great. I like, I like her, her a lot. more and more. And when I was genuinely sad when she was crying because it, it was real, you know? Yeah. It wasn't some reality show phony, you know, crying for attention sort of thing. It was yeah. like she wanted to be alone. Yeah. She felt betrayed and it was sad. Yeah. I felt bad where she's kind of like, what the, everything's like falling apart. You think one person's one way and then you find out they're another. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's hard, you know. And then so that happens, and then we get the one couple that leaves, and then Chris comes out, and now he's like, "Hey, guess what? Fucks, we're in a competition now, bitches. <laughs> this ain't no fucking around anymore." Yeah. Too eliminated. Anybody? You, any? The rest of you fucking around? I, that's why I wish Chris really talked. <laughs> <laughs> like a drill sergeant. I want to see him like like backstage in Gorilla. I know that's more of a wrestling term, but like. Where he's just like, ah, this fuck right. Like, there's, oh my God. We see his kind of like, Chris is so funny. I think Chris secretly is the funniest person in the world. He's great. Chris Harrison. Yeah. Yeah. What's your first, you don't really know Chris right now. I like him as the host. I mean, I've seen The Bachelor before. I've always yeah. kind of liked him. He's a good host. We've, I've been, um, he's like a Seacrest, you know, or like a, like a Nick Cannon, <laughs> like just good, good Cannon. for TV. It's just yeah. like you're not supposed to steal the show. You're supposed to kind of play your role, yeah, and do exactly do it the right way. And he, I feel like he nails it. Since episode one, we've been convinced that he's a he's a demigod. <laughs> what do you mean we? <laughs> Me and you? Not you and I, but like <laughs> yeah, I don't remember I, saying that. Kelsey and I thought that, and we're pretty convinced that he he lives on the souls of. Like, you never really see the people that get eliminated very much. So I think he kills them and takes their souls. Kind of like a Sane Sung situation <laughs> for Mortal oh, Kombat. There's a ref I can get. <laughs> there's a ref okay, you get. Okay, there we go. Yeah. I was like, what the hell's a demigod? Oh, Shang Sun? <laughs> oh, Sane I'm in. Yeah. It, Does he, you think he's watching the live footage of them walking around and shit, so he has something to call him out for? Or is he left in the dark on purpose? I think he, like, watches them sleep at night, too. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. 
You know that that, that thing in movies where um, like uh, someone always up like, <gasps> and they look and they think they're being they think they're being like looked at, but they're like, oh, I'm safe. And they look down, but then in the shadows or somebody. <laughs> that's Chris. <laughs> it's always Chris. Yeah, it's always Chris. I love it. Yeah. <gasps> oh, oh, they got. He's got good intentions though, right? Well, they all do. <laughs> but Chris is like really wants him to find love. It's not like, is he rooting for them to fail? You think? Do you think that he's convinced himself that he like really, really thinks that he's doing good in the world? Mm, no, <laughs> <laughs> I think he knows he's a TV show host. I think he likes when they come to him for advice and he gives them like clearly ridiculous advice and then they do it. And he's like, "That's the kind of power I have of people." That hasn't really happened on this season. I think it happens in the background. Really. He's making these people, A, he's like, he convinced them that music's about the real relationship between them. He's trying to convince them that there are power Dude, couples. What's he over music. under on him singing a song before the end of the season? He's got to oh, sing one, point. right? Yeah. What would that song be? Um, Ordinary Day by Vanessa Carlton. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> not, not where I thought you were going, but. I think he has to sing one song because it, it's the the music version of the Bachelor. He's the he is the fixture of the show, yeah. right? He's the constant. Wouldn't that be funny? Just him like, going to uh, uh, he should open up piano, the final, and he's like, "Just a day, just a ordinary day," and it shows flashbacks of him dealing with craziness, <laughs> trying to get by. I would love that. Just a day, just a. Ordinary day. I think they gotta let him sing one. Maybe final episode, he just kicks it off with a song, and it was just like, <gasps> I don't want him to rap. <laughs> you don't think so? No, that would that would make me upset. Yeah, I want to see him sing like an Elvis song or something. Cla- Frank Sinatra, something classy. Oh, and would and it be like "Do It My Way"? Mm, that Sinatra so, song would it be? Strangers in the Night. How's that go? Strangers in the Night. <laughs> Yeah, exchanging glances. Oh, lovers I think it would be that first sight. Strangers in the night, and then it would show, and then it would show uh, the uh, uh, night vision of those rooms with him in the back, <laughs> with him in the corner of the room. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think you're right. Um, and this is when we find out that there's going to be judges uh, that that they're not sending each other home. That judges are going to send people home now, which is a, a total twist in the in the history of the Bachelor. It's never happened before, to my knowledge. Yeah. Uh, and then the winners get to go on tour. Yeah. Should we get tickets when they go on tour? <laughs> I think I think he kind of knew about this pandemic. I think I, think Chris, I was going to ask you about that. Think Chris, like, we have good news and bad news. You're going on tour one day. <laughs> Do you think like Chris caused the pandemic because he was like, <laughs> we're not showing this filth to anybody? Because... Rudy ends up winning the whole thing, and they're like, "We can't send her out." To <laughs> oh, Rudy's pretty good. I hate Rudy. What? She's a great singer. She is a great singer. That's in my notes too. Yeah. It, here's my note. Uh, Rudy is a great singer, but I still hate her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming up later. Yeah. Um. What venues do you think they would sell out? Uh, in Chicago, I'm guessing they won't sell out. <laughs> but I bet they 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 would have to put them at like United Center. You think you so United Center if you're not from Chicago is one of the one of the biggest It's where the Bulls and the Blackhawks play. The, yeah, yeah. But the reason I say that is because like the smaller venues are like cooler yeah. and have like some respect. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to put up the the 
couple from The Bachelor. Yeah. Wouldn't that be crazy if they were like... If They'll you... be on tour opening for someone huge, like Toby Keith or something. You know, <laughs> like Or Jason Mraz, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that he could sell out the United States or not. But they'll be the opening act. They're not going to do a sellout tour in major cities. There's no way. Even without coronavirus. Right. That's not happening. Yeah. They, they're going to be the opening act for a big act, is what I... That was my immediate thought. Yeah. And then they get to play to huge audiences. Do you think... Do you think that it would be like, uh, all right, Blake, you won. You guys are going to do the United Center. And then you show up and they're like, we haven't set up a stage or anything in the, the center and stage. Like, oh, no, 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 no. You're playing at Clark Street Dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what so if. Put the apron on and get to work. Whoever wins, we should go when they come through Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> we should go to the show. And also we should uh, message them on Instagram and see if they want tickets to our comedy shows. <laughs> Since they're in town. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We run a lot of shows. We may as well try, we especially if Savannah wins, because I want to meet her. Why don't you try to get her on the podcast? Hmm? Why don't we try to get her on the podcast? I would love that. Okay. We should try to get someone who's been kicked off already. Because the they, the they could people? technically do it now. Yeah. Let's oh, try to get Gabe. Yeah. yeah. Gabe. Were any of them from Chicago? I don't know. No. They're, they're all from like Also, we're supposed to be social LA. distancing anyways. Oh, we could call them. We could call, <laughs> we call them. them. Yeah, only Let's you call are it. doing that. Yeah. Oh, man. If Savannah gets kicked off, we have to call her. Oh, God, this sounds creepy now. I love her. What if you find out that's the one that's texting you? <laughs> oh, my God. No, that's a 312. <laughs> I love her. Savannah- you didn't say it like, like, oh, I love her. You were like, I love her. I truly love her. <laughs> Like I am love her. Savannah, I think everything about Savannah is really, really great, and I think I'd we're lo- having. I'd love to talk to her. Are we going back to high school, Blake? Right now? Yeah. We're like I've been dating Savannah since I. Saw you want to know something about high school, Blake? Yeah, I do. That's the only Blake you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't changed a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you look like it. You're fucking bald head. Hopeless romantic. Were you bald then? <laughs> no, I, you knew me with hair. I didn't want. I've only been bald hair. for like. <laughs> it wasn't a lot. I'm way better looking bald. Agreed. Anyone listening, uh, I was hanging on for dear life to um, this weird side part thing that looked like shit. In high school, I looked. In high school, people said I looked like Conan O'Brien, which isn't a compliment. (laughs) (laughs) But it's because I'm very, I'm pale. uh, By nature, I'm pale. And uh, I had kind of reddish brown hair and I wore it in a side part like Conan O'Brien on purpose because I was a Conan O'Brien super fan. Uh, but it looked terrible on me. So when people say that, you're like, thank you, but fuck you. Well, and honestly, uh, there were always girls that kind of liked me. Not, it, I wasn't the sort of guy that every girl yeah. liked. But like, Girls liked me. I never talked to them or had a conversation with them. In high like, school, I, I was very shy. But it, even yeah. in college, people were like, oh, you look like Conan O'Brien. And then I would like, a really pretty girl would be into me because I looked like Conan O'Brien. And I would was, you do like and I was little, funny. Like, I was always like funny and like likable but Did you i do the pants string thing that he does <laughs> oh, no <laughs> i wouldn't lean into it that much in college in high school i for sure did <laughs> i would quote the show from the yeah oh my it, God. i was when, co- like, you're like oh that's interesting i brought my friend and some masturbating bear <laughs> 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 that's just my friend over there yeah know. yeah it's over there and then you're like oh here's my other friend it's andy richter and people are like how do you know the actual andy yeah it was richter? a real andy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a fat guy <laughs> fat kid i went to school with. no i i idolized going to but that's enough about that um i yeah i i'm i'm bald now i look better bald because it's i'm done like trying you know i think there's a there's i think a, you look really good bald thank I you i remember when you sh- i remember the day you shaved your head and i was like oh that's a great look i you. was putting it off forever because i thought that 
my head was like misshapen and it isn't like perfectly shaped, but it I'm I'm meant to be bald. I should have been shaving my head since I was I would, fourteen. I, <clears throat> I would have done much better in life. I'm fighting the good fight and I, I it's a losing battle and I don't know how much longer I can. Yeah, you got plenty of hair. Mine was like so thin it was like you could like I would go on dates and I I I'd leave my house being like, hair looks great and then I'd be halfway through a bowl of ramen with a pretty lady and a I'd bowl be, of ramen? Full of ramen. <laughs> ramen. <laughs> you made me say it weird. <laughs> ramen. Oh, okay. I think ramen's a good uh, good first date. I thought, you, I thought you said you took her bowl of ramen. Like a bowl of rama? <laughs> we, yeah. Like we'll be bowling for eight We eight, were halfway eight through hours. our bowl of ramen at the bowl of rama. <laughs> <laughs> These are my dates. Ramen and bowling. The only two things. Those are two of the, my favorite things. Anyways, uh, I'd leave the house and be like, hair looks good, Blakey boy. Yeah, you got this. You're not balding. You're fine. And then I'd I'd be like, excuse me. And I'd, I'd go to the restroom. I'd look in the mirror and be like, oh, my God. <laughs> it, it was like half my head was like exposed. And that's when I shaved it. <laughs> when I was just like, I can't hide this anymore. And I, yeah, I was I was back dating again. So when you were like, like looking at girls, you're like, uh, my eyes are down here. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, that is the worst thing about going bald. I'm sure some of our listeners maybe are balding men. And it's like, I'm, I'm right there with you, pal. I know what it's like. But it, yeah, when you see someone looking right at the your biggest insecurity, yeah, God, that must be bad. Well, the worst is like when you catch them looking, like when you're not looking, but they look back really quick and they look down at you. You're like, oh fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't. You can't even relate. You're not balding as bad as I was even at my worst. Well, the fact you said as bad admitted the fact that I am. <laughs> I think I'm holding up okay. Most of my friend now that I'm a comedian in my 30s, most of my friends are comedians in their 30s, and almost all of them are bald or balding. Am I holding up okay? This is when it happens. You're you're in the elite class. Okay. Of my bald. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Um, that's like this thing, like with this whole. If I would have known, <laughs> if I would have known this whole uh, thing was going to happen, I would have got the restoration. Oh, the pandemic. Yeah. It's a pandemic. We got another. We got another month, pal. There, 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 you got plenty of time. Uh, we'll get you some plugs. Yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> we'll get me some plugs too. Did you watch the, the the release of the 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 Tiger thing thing? The Tiger King new episode that Joel McHale hosted. No, I, and everyone's internet has a blaze because you can really see the plugs. Because he's gotten that done in the Tiger King. Yeah. Uh, no. If you look back, you can see his hairline. You could see it's really, oh, really? It's crazy. Yeah, like LeBron James has done it. People saying stuff like that. So yeah. Like they get like needle points on his hairline, and it's just like just knock it off. Just accept it. Especially if you're a basketball player. Yeah. And you're, you know, you're black. <laughs> <laughs> what? What does that have to do? Black with guys look um, cool with bald. Oh shaved my god! Heads. All my black friends all have shaved heads, and they look incredible. And it's yeah. I think yeah. So like someone like LeBron James like hanging onto it for dear life, or even the Tiger King is like, what do you care, man? Yeah, <laughs> like, we do have a mutual friend. Uh, <laughs> Me, you, and the Tiger King. No, we do have a mutual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't know. <laughs> we do have a mutual friend that uh, uh, lives in New York now, who is a, a bald man that does not look good bald. Whenever he takes his hat off, you're like, whoa, it looks interesting. Oh, yeah. If, you, <laughs> if he, like when he takes his head off, the hat off, head off. It's like he's the only black guy that can't pull it off. It's insane. Okay. Him and Sam Cassell. (laughs) Sam Cassell looks like the alien from the Alien movie. I know. I know. But all my friends. Great basketball player, though. Yeah. Yeah, all my friends. I I get so jealous. All my friends. Sam Cassell. (laughs) Sam Cassell. The the one you don't want to say. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyways, okay. That was a weird uh, rant. That's probably going to get me kicked off this episode. That was Bald Talk with Blake. Yeah. Blake and Jonah. Um. So after Chris comes out and he tells him that the, this is the competition now, all the couples practice. 
How did you feel about the practice? Uh, good. Right away, I could tell what song each couple was doing. And right away, I was like, this is like kind of unfair. Because yeah. if you get a certain song, you're going to win. For sure. And I don't want to... I mean, or, or at least you're not going to be eliminated. Mm-hmm. Should I just jump into what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. Backstreet Boys, I want it that way. Great. Put me with my most toxic ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> like any any one of them. Put, put me with someone who like I had a bad first date with and never saw again. And neither of us remember each other's name. We could go up there and sing <laughs> I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys. We wouldn't have gotten eliminated. Yep. I'm not saying we would have won the fucking thing. We Neither of us are great singers, While potentially. Slapping each other. That song is a fucking winner, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. that's that's like a song that karaoke, someone goes on and start, like, just the way, like, you are my... F-. Everyone's like, yeah. let's see what this fucking guy's got. You immediately yeah. like the person. Yeah. It's an easy song. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a professional singer. You're not? No, I'm an amateur singer. <laughs> I'm semi-pro. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's like that's not a difficult song compared to these other ones. Like you yeah. are my f-. like I can hit all the notes right now. Yeah. It's like it's not too crazy. Yeah. What's the song that Okay, so um And also not a duet between a man and a woman. Do you think they should have done when a man loves a woman? No, I think they should have done duets. I think that's the point. I think they're like, "Okay, we're going to throw you a curveball." So try to figure out how to do this. Um, okay, but uh, I guess what I'm hoping for is some of the more classic duets in upcoming episodes. Uh, Endless Love better <laughs> fucking make it. Don't Go Breaking My Heart yeah. better fucking be on here. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, a million others, but uh, Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Yeah. Just like du- like duets, like yeah. karaoke duets, yeah. you know? Yeah. Whole New World. Uh-huh. Come on. Great. Going to be amazing. So these were like songs just by bands, basically. Yeah, I think the hardest one is that uh, what Brandon and Savannah got. Savannah got. Uh, they got cheap trick, right? Yeah, that's a hard yeah. song. It's like not even like I don't think of that as a, a love what song. What I'm wondering is, it's not a it's not a love song. No, it's uh, it's sort of just like a fun rock song. Yeah, about somebody crying. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the best because Julie has another breakdown, and then uh, she just cannot connect with uh, uh, Sheridan. And then she goes out, and then <laughs> this is why the editing of the show is very funny sometimes because they edit the fact that it makes it seem like Julia's hearing Brandon say, "Do it? Did I see you cry?" Yeah, and she's crying. Yeah, while listening to him say, "Well, I was thinking how brutal it." It is to see like an ex, especially, but even like just someone you have like a crush on and you see them like really vibing with another person. It's like, that's painful. Yeah. And I can't imagine seeing them sing a song (laughs) together. Yeah. Like that's like, because singing a song with someone is like a very intimate thing, you know, even if it's just a karaoke, it's like you you wouldn't want to sing karaoke with like your co-worker who you barely know yeah it has to be like a close friend or like a love interest or like a you know a friend of the opposite sex who who you're like goofy with <laughs> or like a love a loving thing yeah you can't like phone that in so seeing two people sing you're like they like each other yeah either like even if it's just on a friendship level like they're like they're getting along and having fun yeah and you have to witness that as like the third the one who was like rejected right man that sucks I don't like Julia at all, and I was. Did I you was, feel for her a little bit though. Yeah, because I mean, I I just thought like that stings. Like I know I know what that it feels sounds like. Sounds like you do. Yeah, for sure. You've you've been in front of well, an ex singing 
I'll tell you what it brought me back to. You've been in to. front of an ex singing with another ex. <laughs> no. Preparing for a bachelor? No. <laughs> the singing part I can't relate to and the reality TV show I can't relate to. But I, 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 it brought me back to like almost like high school or even before that. Like uh, I see bar mitzvahs, okay. like school dances. <laughs> I, grew, I grew up in a very, uh, a lot of Jewish kids in uh, my hometown. I went to a lot of bar mitzvahs as, as a 13-year-old. Yeah. And it was like, they were just... It was the greatest because, like, I knew I had so many Jewish friends growing yeah. up. Shout out Bill Gewurz, Chicago comedian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Went to his bar mitzvah. So um, you you would go to these bar mitzvahs and then you'd see your girlfriend with the person being bar mitzvah. I didn't have a girlfriend. Like, oh my God, she's time. finally with a real man. <laughs> what the hell? We were all thirteen year olds. Because no, because you be- that's when you become a man. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. I totally missed that joke. Okay, let me go back to it. So you <laughs> yeah, go say to these it again. Bar, you'd go to these bar mitzvahs and you'd see her with a person being bar mitzvah and you're like, oh my God, she's finally with a real man. <laughs> yeah, I'd say, Mazel tov. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it, it was like, they were like extra school dances, okay. which is what made them so fun because it was like, no matter, it was just, it's on the Jewish kid's birthday. Yeah. Their 13th birthday. So as a 13 year old, I had just. The way started... you hit Jewish kid sounded really problematic. Well, it, but, you know, the, the Hindu kids weren't having bar mitzvahs. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, and I was Catholic growing up. So, like, into junior high I was when I met this whole community of okay. kids from other suburbs. And if you were friends with a whole the whole class, which I kind of, you know, I was kind of friends with everybody. You'd get invited to a bar mitzvah every month. Yeah. So it's just like there's another school dance every month <laughs> with a Jewish theme. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So, but so you would always have these girls you had crushes on from school, and then you're like, I hope I get to slow dance with, uh, you know, Natalie in this this bar mitzvah, and then it, sometimes it wouldn't work out, and you'd see her like slow dancing with Greg or something, and you'd be like. You got me this time, Greg. <laughs> and they'll be like, well, we got Mason's bar mitzvah next yeah, month, yeah, yeah. pal. I'll see you there, asshole. Yeah, and then you talk. get to dance with her, and then you see Greg looking, and everyone has to play it cool like we're not like absolutely devastated. Yeah. <laughs> it was That reminded me of that. So you were like the Brandon of your group. No, I wasn't at all. But I like I, I would have like uh, fits of good fortune. Like yeah. a girl would like me for like a month. But back then it was just like, you know, you're 13. Like no right. one's even kissing, really. Yeah. Some of the dirty birdies are. <laughs> <laughs> I was a sweet boy. They were dirty birdies stealing the fucking wine and making out and all sorts of shit. They were literally stealing wine from the temple. Oh, God, you don't do that. I didn't. I was such a clean slate. I was such a sweet boy. I would. Ne- I didn't. I didn't uh, <laughs> do any wine drinking or smooching or anything. So you're like a clean dean. I was a hopeless romantic. I was like, I'm going to meet my wife. Here okay, so I want to talk about hor- hopeless at the Horowitz bar mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Okay, so I want to talk about hopeless romantic thing. So I think what's happening between Sheridan and Julia is what would happen when you see a rom com, and if they. Cut to a year later. So, like, Julia falls in love with Sheridan because uh. he's a singer. He's he first off, he's homeless. He's not very charming. He's 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 hopelessly in love with her. Tries too hard. Tries really hard. He but he tries like to win her over. Personality wise, he tries to win her over with whatever. But she she wants to go with the douchebag guy, Brandon, mm-hmm. who's muscular. He's in the army. They he's kind of he's kind yep. of like a a, a playboy. Little yep. dirty. This is every rom com you've ever seen, and most real life relationships. <laughs> yeah, and Sheridan's like the friend, the right? sweet goofy goofball, yeah. who tries too hard yeah. will not get the girl he wants. Ninety nine chooses... times out of hundred, yeah. Yeah, but then she chooses Sheridan, which happens in every rom com. 
Yeah. And then they're like, oh, my God, it's great. But then it's like cut to later where she's just like, dude, you're not going to. You got to get a real job. You're never going to get an album. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> right. That's that's why they never. That's why you never see sequels around. If she was ever actually having like loving feelings towards him, they're gone. Yeah. By before this episode even begins, right. right? Yeah. So I get your point. I get what the point you're trying to make. Also, Sheridan, brush your teeth every now and again. You got some yellow. You got some yellow chompers. Does he have yellow teeth? He's got some yellow chompers. Yeah. And trim their beard up, man. Like there's, he's got like the little hairs over his lips. He makes I weird like choices with his look and the hat thing. I don't like. Yeah. On him anymore. He's just an artist. But like I said, he's got this enormous face. He's a real life rom com. He's like. He has a huge head. You're right. Yeah. And uh, like, I hate to compare it to it, but the fucking Hellboy. I said, I said that in episode one of this. Hellboy? The guy, the first guy who plays uh, Hellboy. Yeah. It, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. Yeah, he's got Ron Perlman look. Not even unattractive, just so unique looking. Yeah. You got to sort of like work that the right way i think the accessorizing that is maybe the wrong move yeah. right if you don't for the listeners that don't know who ron perlman and just to, just to like <laughs> uh confirm blake's comparison ron perlman played one of the uh like ape men in 2001 a space odyssey in the first scene <laughs> yeah one of those people is ron perlman because he has, when, such, like, he has such a, such a weird looking interesting face remember when like tweety bird would like get something injected him and turn him into like monster tweety you mean just in space jam uh that doesn't happen in space jam to tweety no uh, those are the bad monsters okay there was always times where like tweety <laughs> <laughs> uh that really got me <laughs> No, I, th- uh, yeah, Ron Perlman is like, mo- there are no real monsters in real life, but if there were, Ron Perlman would be, <laughs> would be the first one where we're like, there's, that's, that one's a monster, right? Right. But not, again, not, un- not necessarily unattractive. I think Ron Perlman's a handsome guy. Yeah. But he's just so, some people are just unique looking and they make it work. Yeah. Like, like if that Sasquatch <laughs> video came out now, people would be like, oh, that's just, that's just Ron that's Perlman, just Perlman go. Yeah, <laughs> Perlman went for a stroll. <laughs> some, some asshole filmed him. That's just Perlman with a furry coat. Yeah, get that camera off Perlman, man. He didn't. Yeah, man. He what do you want him to shave his arms? That's <laughs> the way he looks. Yeah, like that uh, biker show has been over for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping that name would come to me and it never did. Uh, Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop, stop, stop calling That's probably anarchy. where we should go first on the Perlman references. That's where people know from the most. Sons of Anarchy. I think we should go yeah, to Alien Resurrection. Album. You don't think already... Alien Resurrection's the. Blade no two. one remembers that. Blade 2? No. I think it's Hellboy or Sons of Anarchy. Everyone knows who we're talking about, though. What I'm saying is it's just a very big face. Yeah. Not even just a big head, like very long, giant face. But that's yeah. not a negative <laughs> quality. It's not. Like, I'm not judging anybody's yeah, no, looks here. I mean, like, here. you look disgusting. He, that's not <laughs> negative. No, I think he's a handsome guy in a unique way. But I just, the, I don't know, just the way he wears it, I don't like. Yeah. Like, what if he had, like, a crew cut and, like, a nice, short, tight beard, and then he was singing the way he did? He would fucking clean up, man. Yeah. And I bet you he doesn't take a lot of showers. No, he looks like a... Yeah. Although he has to take his 90 rings off every time. I'm trying to finger somebody. Like, Jonah, clean it no, up. No, I mean, like... Oh, I said that. I'm sorry. I cleaned it up. I'm a real dirty birdie over you here. You meant, like, in a lineup, right? Yeah, in a lineup. <laughs> <laughs> He's pointing out a criminal. Yeah, because he can't have any like distinguishing marks. So, <laughs> <laughs> so before the competition begins, we have two dates. Any any uh, thoughts on those dates, Blakey? Uh, no, the dates were the low point of the episode. I couldn't wait for the singing competition to start. Really? Yeah. 
So, I mean, Danny and Becca go on a date. They just get to try and close and take a picture, photo shoot. Who gives a shit? Danny, by the way, looks like young Vince Vaughn. We were trying to figure oh, out who, t- yeah, figure that out. Yeah. who he's a celebrity in person. Of. He must... It, like he must do Vince Vaughn at parties for people that still still quote swingers. Yeah, right. You, you think uh, <laughs> like me, me and my high school friends <laughs> from twenty years ago. You think he goes and he goes, "You money, baby. You're money. You're money, baby." I'm you know sure that. he walks around parties going, "You, you know, you're so money, baby." You're so and money, you don't baby. even know. Yeah, you don't even know it. God, Swingers such a good movie. Yeah, uh, but no, he looks he looks just like young Vince Vaughn, and good for him. And like that's a that's a very good look. And his hair being up like that would annoy yeah. me, but it's like no, he, look, he looks like Vince Vaughn, yeah, young Vince Vaughn, who I fucking love. He's great in Lost World. The Lost World, <laughs> sure. <laughs> swingers is Psycho. Swingers is one of my favorite. I, I'll go ahead and say Swingers is a top ten movie of all time. For I me. agree with you on that. One, I think 100%. it's a masterpiece. Yeah, uh, masterpiece of low budget filmmaking and just hilarious. Vince yeah. Vaughn is like. Like he's had a great career, but that's that's yeah. that's like still his best role, I think. He fucking he's amazing. I think quarterback and Rudy. <laughs> he's Vince Vaughn is great in everything. Chicago guy too. We love him. Yeah, we love we we love him here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um and then we get uh oh, we get Ryan and Tasha going on a date and they get to go House of Blues, which we played at the House of Blues, no lie. Yeah. Uh and we get to see Chris Lang play. Yeah. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> that yeah, song yeah. sucks. <laughs> well, all I know is that he's got some big, big plans. I got big, big, big plans. plans I've heard that. We heard that probably. Baby, big, big pl- if we were going to do a shot every time we heard big, big plans, I'd be in the hospital right now. I know. Did he just sing the song like four times in a row? Yeah. <laughs> like, and then he invites him on the stage. And I've yeah. never seen a group of people so elated to then so upset. Well, in a short period that of time. felt like they're leaning too far into this uh, show. No, they're leaning into the um, Star is Born gimmick. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Where they're just like, we're going to bring him out. And it's like, first of all, that guy, I've never heard of that singer before. I'm sure he's I've a heard, big, I know that song. I'm sure he's a big country hit guy. I've never heard that song before. And well, I hope, here's the thing, hope like, I you, never heard it again. Do you know how we made it? Because he had big, big plans. <laughs> <laughs> he had big plans. He followed through on them and yeah. he executed. Yeah. And what he's, what he's dating an alum from, I think they're married, from... Uh, the, the girl that he's uh, his wife is from the bachelor oh okay well yeah. that all makes sense yeah. i i think i kind of got that but i wasn't i don't remember her from the old seasons because and then watch. when they got married he went to her and was just like what do you <laughs> do you have any what's your thoughts on the uh, wedding i heard that they, when they got married they didn't even need to hire a wedding planner why is that <laughs> because he had so many <laughs> big big plans he has some big big plans yeah do you think that he's just like, well, what do you want to do for a date tonight? And she goes, I got some big plans. And he goes, wait, say that again. She goes, big plans. And she goes, what kind of plans? He goes, big, big plans. And he's like, that sounds pretty catchy, my friend. She said, you can't walk no line. <laughs> and, he, and then he goes, uh, he goes, no, that doesn't make any sense. I don't like that. Yeah, he goes, no, that song would suck. Yeah, that sounds so terrible. So I won't record it. Yeah. I mean, how do you know How do you know you have big plans until you emphasize it where it goes, I got some big, big plans? Dude, I was at a, speaking of um, Chicago people, I was at a, a, I saw the Beach Boys play. When? At Pitchfork Festival two summers ago. What? And it was, or maybe. Half of them dead? Maybe three. Well, no, the, um, the main guy from the Beach Boys re-recorded the album or something with new people or whatever. He keeps doing that. Uh, what the fuck the is crazy his name? Guy. Brian. Why am I blanking on his name? Pillman? <laughs> no, no. 
In any case, the lead singer from the Beach Boys. I can't believe I can't Who think the, of his uh, name. John Cusack did a great movie with him and John Paul Cusack. That's yeah. what I was going to say. John Cusack came out on stage with Joan oh, Cusack seriously? to sing Sloop John B., one of the best Beach Boys songs, and it just sounded, it sounded so stupid. Oh, really? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, he's not a singer. No, he's John and Cusack. And neither is Joan Cusack. They're both yeah. from Evanston. They're both from my hometown. Yeah. I, well, I love them Piven. both. And Jeremy Piven. Uh, I love them both, but it was just like, why are they out here? Brian Wilson, of course, is his Brian name. Wilson, yeah. Um, but yeah, they came up. Brian Wilson looked like he was dead. <laughs> he <laughs> sat there like a zombie while Joan, Joan and John Cusack sang a song. It was very depressing. But yeah. it, that reminded me, as I was watching this, it reminded me, is like, I don't like the celebrities being brought out on stage. If I was at a concert and they were like, look who's coming, it's... Uh, you know Robert Downey Jr. I'd be right. like, why? Yeah, <laughs> like Sting br- has brought out Robert Downey Jr. to sing his songs before. Really? And he, 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 oh, if you've never seen that, no. look it up. He fucking annihilates it. Really? And Sting is even like, he's too good. I'm not going to stop inviting him. Like he makes a joke <laughs> like that. But he comes out and but like, this is different because this guy goes, "Hey guys, uh, up up next we have two people from a reality show that you don't know anything about and you haven't seen anything about." Yeah. The whole concert felt fake. It felt and like they even, turned their mic off. There's not a lot of crowd shots either. It feels... it That felt very the overproduced. Looked, yeah. The crowd looks super confused. Yeah. And sure. they can cut to the crowd at any point. Like, why... I don't know. It felt overproduced and underproduced at the same time, if that makes sense. Like, they were going for this big, high concept of like, oh, we're going to bring them out to sing backup song for everyone's favorite song, Big Plans. (laughs) And then they come out and the the crowd doesn't look like they know what's going on. uh, It's actually called Love of a Lifetime. (laughs) But that whole date, it looked like a nice date for them, but I didn't like watching it. Bored the hell out of me. Lo- could, the dates were the low point of this episode by far, and I th- I hope they just cut the, oh, the dates. Cuts, from they sucked. They sucked. Do you think Big Big Plans could have been the theme song for Tool Time on Home Improvement? Uh, no, that had a great theme song. Do you think that was just him warming? Can we start a home improvement <laughs> podcast? <laughs> I always hate that show, and then I watch it. I'm like, this is the greatest show of all time. Oh my god, it's great! It's so good. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, baby. So before the competition starts, uh, Julia grabs Savannah. Do you want to talk about that? Uh, sure. She grabs her. And she goes, "I was gonna leave because of you." Yeah. She whispers, "Because of you." It's just. I hate when people whisper in my ear because it's real warm and. Also, wet. isn't it like redundant for them to even talk anymore at all? Like, right. isn't it done? Well, this is like Julia. This is Savannah being like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, right. Because Julia is like, she says that, and she goes, uh, "She's like, I don't have any feelings for Brandon at all." So I'm just telling you that you're disingenuous. Man, it and reminded like, me of uh, like, not to bring up another dating show that I watched recently, but Love at First Sight. Yeah, the blonde girl just is constantly doing that to a, clearly a happy couple. Oh, really? And being like. Uh, Hey, just so you know, he said this to me like five weeks ago. Yeah. And it's like, shut up. Yeah. Like, first of all, you're not doing you're not doing this for my sake. You're doing it for your own sake. Yeah, you were just hurt. And yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. And this is like this is this is what I think people can take from these dating shows that is valuable is like wh- how not to behave in a dating situation, you know? Right. Because we can all be petty and like spiteful, but it's like that's the wrong move. Right. It never to works be out. like right. To be like, am I gonna really benefit of this from this move yes i am okay is it going to hurt somebody else well then maybe i shouldn't do it and then especially it's like am i going to benefit no not really 
but it will hurt that other person, then definitely don't do that. Right. Why why bring more pain it, to another person when you have nothing to get out of it? And it makes the other couple band together stronger. Right. In most cases, yeah. Case, yeah. I think people can do these vindictive, spiteful things and they do pan out and that's why people continue to do them. But 99 times out of 100, they don't work. So don't fucking do that shit yeah. to anybody. That's terrible. Do you think that she does like the statement then answers her statement with a whisper a lot? <laughs> like, you know so. I'm going to eat? A peanut butter jelly sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I might wash it down with a couple of um, fizzies hard <laughs> seltzers. <Yeah>. Our sponsor. <laughs> you know how I feel about that? I think I need to talk to a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> you know what my problem is? I didn't get enough attention as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I should have got a number by now, but I, I just never got the right therapy. I just got this new furniture from IKEA, and you know what? There's some big, big plans. <laughs> I hope she does that. <laughs> that would be funny if she did that whisper song where she's like, "You know, you know what I want to, you, know, you know what I want you to do to do to me." Get your <laughs> what name of the whisper song? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, Get the pussy out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? Uh, oh, he goes, Where do you see my dick? <laughs> Where do you see my dick? And then, yeah, we're like, She's hooking up. Finally, she's hooking up with Brandon. And he's like, What do you want me to do with you? And she goes, Wait, do you see my puss dick? Wait, do you see my puss? My puss dick. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Um, um, so uh, the last thing I want to talk about that little segment is that Savannah is like, understandably, she's just like, what is your purpose? What are you doing? Like, I feel like you're just kind of coming at me and I don't understand why. And then Julie responds, go, I'm the one that feeling like I, that feels like I'm being attacked. When she says that word, she yeah. says that. And it's like, she's, she's an unstable person. She is delusional about what's yeah. really happening. And I don't go throwing around that word, but she seems... A bit unstable. Yeah. Just, yeah, like you said, hurt and like looking to lash up but doesn't know how and right. making wrong moves for herself and everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then that that happens. And then that, now they have to go into a fucking competition mm. like that. Sounds like Julia's trying to. Uh, and then, you know, uh, <laughs> um, and then Sheridan's just sitting there playing his guitar. just like waiting for his like sweetheart to come. She's like, oh, she trusts. She loves me. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Poor Sheridan. I know. Sad yeah. motherfucker. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> he is heartbroken. I like him now. I know. He's up to like an eight for me. And he started as a zero. He started as a zero. Yeah. I sympathize with the, you know, the guy that just doesn't know Would what the hell's going on. Would he be a nine if he had less than eight rings? If he did, never wore the hat and he didn't name his fucking car in episode one. Yeah. I would, I'd be his best friend. <laughs> what if you guys end up being best friends? I don't think so. Yeah. Me and Savannah are going to be dating by then. That'd be kind of nice. Um, okay, so the competition begins, and we find out the judges are JoJo and Jordan Ro- Jordan Rogers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but you thought it was the... Uh, we talked about it before we started. You thought it was the actual singer yeah. JoJo. I thought it was a singer JoJo from the early <laughs> 2000s. And... Um, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. They got JoJo on here. I haven't yeah. seen her in forever. Turns out it was not the JoJo I was thinking of. No. It was from a previous season of The Bachelor, which I had no idea. The Jordan guy, I thought was like, a, I don't even know. Yeah. I thought he was like someone that used to host The Bachelor or something. Okay. 
I didn't realize that they were a couple, and they don't seem like a couple to me at all. Oh, I thought they did. I thought they were real cute together. I like them together. They seem like friends. I don't know. Yeah. That was my first time seeing them, though. I could be totally wrong. Well, this wasn't our first time seeing Jason Mraz, but it was the first time in over a decade for me. He looked, like, a, he looked like old grandma. I think he always looked like a fucking dork to me. I never, I never liked Mraz. Did oh, you? I was a Mraz I bet you were a Mraz guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every girl I dated I in college, maniac. every single girl I went out with in college was way into him, especially when I went to school at Southern Illinois. Oh. Every girl I even knew. Was, His live albums are incredible. Him He's and Jack like, Johnson were big shit. Oh, and I, I like Jack, Jack Johnson. Johnson. I like Jack Johnson. I And I didn't like anything else like him. I never was a Dave Matthews guy, really. Well, I appreciate it. Get out of your place. <laughs> you were a Dave fan? I I appreciate that he's talented, but I wasn't a big fan. Okay. Um, Jack Johnson was my favorite out of those three. And In those fairness, I used three. to wear a lot of flip flops. Oh, I bet you did. <laughs> uh, Jason Mraz used to do live songs that he would never record for an album because he said that they just. <laughs> this is the difference. How much I love Jason Mraz is that he was like it's the experience of the song that I want people to have, and you just can't get that live. Okay. <laughs> You can okay. still release it on an album. Okay. You know how I said good uh, live songs? Uh, Pearl Jam <laughs> and every other fucking band. Yeah, and Pearl Led Jam released, Zeppelin. Then Pearl Jam released 150 live yeah, albums. Yeah, if it's that good. <laughs> well, yeah, but they all, also they're on their regular albums, too. Yeah. I mean, I guess they have a couple that aren't. Okay. 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 And then we got Kesha. I thought it was Ashley Simpson when I first saw her. I thought it was a lady telling people's children's fortunes at the carnival. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy too because what the hell is going? Well, we need like an hour. Had a, she had a tattoo on her hand. Yeah, so she probably does. Like, let me see your future. Whatever. I, I honestly, I was watching intently, and then they said Kesha, and I was like, "Cool, Kesha." And then I, the, it began, and I was like, "When did Kesha come out?" <laughs> and then they cut over to a woman who looks like my like. <laughs> Southside Chicago cousin <laughs> who hasn't a job in 12 years. <laughs> and they're like, Kesha, what do you think? And I'm like, that is not Kesha. Oh, yeah. What the hell? I know. Not even that she looks bad, but that is not the person that I know as Kesha. Yeah. Did you recognize her? No, I didn't at all. She could have been sitting next to me at like Galway Bay, like at any, any local any bar, Chicago yeah. bar. Literally, and I would be like, oh, what a nice lady. Like, she didn't look bad. Yeah. I'd have a conversation with her, but I would never be like, that was an international <laughs> sensation. <laughs> Kesha. Kesha. Yeah. But also, I only know Kesha from like TikTok, like her first first few right. big hits. What else? But TikTok? That's her only hits, I think. Is that her only one? No, no she, must she has have, other ones, yeah. She must have had something big between then and now, because that was 15 years ago, right? No, it was like 10 years ago. Okay, but still, 10 years ago, yeah. that's not enough to keep her relevant. That's why she's on the Bachelor now. <laughs> Same with Jason Mraz. Okay, say no more. Yeah. No, she honestly looked like a like a carnival lady, and I don't even mean that as an insult. Because <laughs> I think carnival ladies are hot. <laughs> but yeah, that that blew me away that that was her. Um. So they each had a uh, a backup band, and I knew it was a backup band because they all had sunglasses on. So they definitely were a jazz band at one point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was dark out. They all they're all coked up. Yeah. So we, first we get uh, Rudy and Matt. How do you feel about them? Because uh, you had some notes on how, uh, your actual. Well, as we know, uh, I have always hated Rudy. Yeah. Oh, Rudy says at one point during the rehearsals that uh, she goes, "I feel like the other 
couples have an unfair advantage because like we haven't even been on a date yet. <laughs> it's like that's not gonna help you singing with the man right. on stage. But the, I like that the show is like melding the two things yeah. to try to make them one. But yeah. it's like they're not. Yeah, <laughs> you know? they're very different things. But um, no, going in, I said um, Rudy is going home. This episode, you I wrote that? that down. Oh yeah. yeah, she's a great singer though. Yep, and man, she knocked me on my ass honestly yeah. and that that's my next note is well first i said i said what the fuck happened to kesha <laughs> and then my next note is uh rudy has a great voice but i still hate her oh nice i think rudy has the best singing voice of anyone on the show oh see i would disagree i think who's gonna be coming up is... and you know i mean it because i don't like her yeah a bit. yeah yeah i think natasha does oh yeah yeah that like those, those would be one and two yeah no guy holds a candle to those two so it's clearly Amongst them. Yeah, I wrote down Rudy's voice is effortless. She has the most effortless. She's just like effortless. At yeah. What she does. And I don't know how I missed that early. Like, I guess maybe there wasn't enough footage of her singing. There wasn't. Yeah. But that her voice is undeniably incredible. Yeah. And Jason Mraz thinks so because he literally goes, Rudy, you're amazing. Yeah. And then he goes, Matt, um, way to not let, way to let Rudy be amazing. <laughs> yeah, what a great note. <laughs> yeah, he's basically like, Rudy, you're so good. He goes, Matt, thanks for letting her be great. Yeah. Which watching Jason Mraz he isn't even and Kesha listen to these people sing is hilarious. He is an even harsher comment later that is yeah. almost a compliment. Yeah. But along the same lines. But who's who's next? And let's do it in order. Bree and Chris. Yeah, God, they're super couple of the year. I want to go to their wedding. Is that weird? Bree and Chris? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I I started by saying that Chris was one of my favorites right away. Yeah, you did. Bree, I got nervous with because she said her did her husband left her at the altar basically. And, oh yeah, and it was like, what's going on there? Like what? Right. You know, you just want to hear the whole story. But do you think? Do you think she we does, still don't know the full story there? Do you think the whole time she's just like, oh my god, we're gonna get married, and he's just like, I went on one date with you, and she's like, I'm looking for a wedding dress. She might be too, yeah, maybe like too heavy handed, maybe in her. In her dating life, I don't know, but the, so something about her struck me as that. But so far, I've loved her. Also, they sing "Beyond" by fucking Lloyd Lloyd Bridges. Is that his name? No. Yeah, Lloyd. Yeah, yes. I think he said Lloyd Banks, and I was like, "From fuck." <laughs> no, isn't it Lloyd Bridges? I don't want to fuck this up, but uh, I think that's right. It's, it's Leon Bridges. Leon Bridges. Yeah, that's one of the most beautiful songs Great ever. Song. I love that. That was other than Backstreet Boys. That was the best. That is the best song that of anyone who got to sing. Mm-hmm. But um, what my thought was like, that's just their song forever, right? Yeah. Like, that's going to be their wedding song. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, how, how sweet. Their first, like, live performance together. You should send them a video you playing bass. Oh, yeah. I'll be like, <laughs> I'm auditioning. Dude, I could nail that bass line. Yeah. That's an easy bass line in that song. Yeah. But that, that song is absolutely beautiful. And they, I liked it. I I thought Brie was maybe moving around a little too much. I think the judges said the same thing, where it's like, was, are yeah. you performing to the audience or to? Yeah. You? But it's also like, no, they, sh- you should be performing to your audience. Yeah. <laughs> not singing right, yeah. to your fucking fiance or whatever. Yeah. Um, I love that. I love the performance. So overall, I loved when in, it. When you're in the audience and you feel like you don't really need to be there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 No, these guys don't need me. And then everyone leaves. <laughs> like, the couple's and there's just one guy just being like, what? And then eventually oh, the band God. leaves and they begin to make love on stage. <laughs> um, no, I love Brie uh, and Chris. And, yeah. uh, I, that performance was great. I do agree with what the judges said, though, where she was like kind of like 
dancing around like someone's drunk aunt. <laughs> oh, this is my jam. It's like either sing to the crowd or to your boyfriend, but don't, 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 yeah, like, hey, come I on, give girls. it, I can still have fun. Yeah, yeah, look at me, I'm 40, it's still fun. 40's fun. 40? I know some tricks. My aunt is like 60, but yeah, go on. Okay, sorry, Jesus. <laughs> We're almost 40. Well, go on. I'm not almost 40. I'm about 40. <laughs> um, Becca and Danny are next. What's your thoughts on that? Um, Becca won't, dan- won't dan- let Danny kiss her at all. I know. Until uh, they're on stage when it needs... When so I have it. mixed feelings about this. Like, as a viewer of the show, I was like, just kiss him. Like, you're on stage. Yeah. This is a performance. But as, like, a human being, I'm like, no, fuck that. Yeah. Like, that. Like you don't want to... You don't want to fake a kiss ever, right? No. Like, you wouldn't want to be like, like, I get, or, or let me put this in this context for you. Like, if you're ever, like, uh, on a date with someone or you're with someone that you kind of have had a past with and uh-huh. then they go for a kiss and you don't want to, what's the move there? You kiss them. Do you? Yeah. I think the right thing to do is not to kiss them if you don't want to. You put your hand in their face and go, get the fuck away from me. No, you just go, eh, we need, we need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> or you do a very polite, like, peck and then, like, walk away. Because at some point, relationships have to end. You know, that's the weirdest thing about dating is that eventually they have to end, even the small ones. Yeah. So if someone, if you've made out with someone once, maybe, like, drunk or, like, you were both, you know, just at a party or something. Yeah. You liked each other, but now you don't anymore. Yeah. And they go for a kiss again. What's the move? Right. Like, what is the right thing to do? Kiss them passionately well, again? Maybe you're right. Like, kind of move away and be like, listen, like, we need to talk about something. And she's <laughs> like, what? She, you're like, I don't know. I just got some big, big plans. <laughs> I got big, big plans to date someone else. <laughs> so somebody else. No, but it seems like you to lead someone on is wrong. And to totally reject them publicly is also wrong. So <laughs> yeah. th- that's what that's what Becca's trying to decide between. Right. But also, it's like, why doesn't she like him at all? Probably because he's always like talking about how many how many like viewers he has on his channel. Yeah, it would be a weird feeling being like, okay, kiss this other person who you've already kissed and right. have some chemistry with, uh, kiss them publicly, or leave the reality <laughs> the show. Yeah, yeah, and she chose to leave. Right. Yeah, you don't have to, like have sex with them. Just like kiss them. I think like, now is not the time to stand by your morals. But I like it. It feels weird. But to... they kiss on stage. They kiss on stage when they start the sh- the song, and then he goes for a kiss at the end because he's like, "We crushed it good." And he goes for a kiss. He goes, oh. and then Mraz maybe goes, he's got bad breath. Mraz or something. goes, maybe he looks like yeah. he's got bad breath. All the judges cringed when she rejected yeah. the second kiss because it's just like, come on, we're all watching you. Yeah, isn't it fucked up though that they, the judges are like, "Let's see a kiss now." <laughs> <laughs> Does it seem like a little perverted? I watch a kiss. Yeah, nice song, yeah. perfect pitch. Let's see how you. You touch each other. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, isn't there a little bit of a perverted angle to it? It's like, it's like, yeah. Like, Jason Mraz was judging their chemistry. Right. When he's the the best singer of the group. He, Jason Mraz is a singer. He's a great singer. I've never known him as a dating consultant or anything. (laughs) But he's just like, I don't know. He's like, good pitch. uh, Good job on on the chorus you you were right on time you nailed it you guys have you know uh, good harmonies together but um i feel like uh she doesn't trust you (laughs) it's like what the hell does he know yeah 
And it's so weird that they're judging that. And it's also and like, just, I feel like it's like we really wanted to see you kiss again. Yeah, and, Danny, and maybe more. <laughs> Danny, your pitch was perfect. You weren't too breathy. Are you opening enough to are you opening enough to her? I want the finale to be the they all sing and then the the judges <laughs> rate how good they make love to each other. <laughs> they show like a video. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's like, just like it. it's just like, yeah, we got this footage last night. You guys like, Jason love. Mar- they're like Jason Mraz is beating off, so you guys <laughs> Yeah, this is great. Like, yeah, we you just video. won a million dollars. We got this video of you guys making love. You're like, how did you get that? They're like, oh, we have a camera in the corner of everything. You're like, somebody's holding that. You're like, it's just Chris. Uh, <laughs> it's just Jason Mraz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't think of a Jason Mraz song. Uh, neither can I. <laughs> I never could. No, he did. Well, he, goes, do, 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 do. he did that a lot, right? He's also like... Uh, I was, uh, he goes, I'm sleeping a dream about you, and it's so hard. <laughs> I'm having to live without you. Is that a you. Jason Mraz song? It's my favorite Jason Mraz song. Didn't he always go, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
and then they, they get a good note. We got Natasha and Ryan after that. How do you feel about that? Oh, yeah. Uh, Natasha stole the show. You're yeah. right. I think maybe she might be the best. If not her, Rudy. Those are the two best vocal talents on the yeah. show. And then I would maybe put Sheridan third there. Yeah. Sheridan's the best of the men remaining, I think. Yeah. Well, this is the part where Mraz is like, literally like, hey, Ryan, just let you know, like, Natasha's going to be a big star. Yeah. And you're going to have to deal with that. He's like the mean agent in the Star is Born. I know. I know. He's like, no, you'll do fine, but you're going to ruin her relationship. And then young Vince Vaughn goes and hangs himself. Could you imagine? Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert for Star is Born and the end of the season. And then, yeah, and then, like, Chris Harrison is talking. Oh, no, that's, I'm sorry. That's not even Young Vince Vaughn. That's the other no, guy. Br- yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan, Ryan's the, uh, hey, I look like John Mayer, right? God, imagine if you and I, like, did a show, and then <laughs> there was a big, like, celebrity judge who was, like, uh, he's like, we really liked what Jonah was doing up there. And, Blake, just so you know, Jonah's going to be a big star. <laughs> and then I'd have to be like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Like, no, I had to stand on stage, like, smiling, like, I know, he's great, right? But I'd be, like, dying. Dude, <laughs> or I, if, if it was vice versa. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd fucking kill myself. <laughs> I think it'd be funny at the end of this this whole thing. Like, if they actually end up winning, and then Tasha's like, oh, you're going to be such a big star. And then it cuts to, like, Chris Harrison talking. And he's just, and he's just like, you see, guys, just like a star is born, a star can be born at any moment. And so all about the love that, that that causes this to happen and while he's doing it you just see two feet dangling right above his head like left and right oh my god because it's because ryan hung himself yeah oh i got it yeah you got it because uh, he hung himself you get it i guess right? the listeners might not see your act out you're doing <laughs> you're, you're having a yeah. your hand represent the swinging feet from yeah. the hanging man oh that's depressing yeah yeah so next we have jamie and trevor <laughs> oh, okay uh, how do you feel about that um, that's another one where she's very nervous right before this happened. I still don't trust Trevor. Is that weird? He kind of cleared his name, but I don't think. Yeah, I, I think that. he's only in this for himself. And Jamie is so beautiful and sweet. She's, actually, she's so wounded. I also, it's weird that the show ranges from mid thirties to early twenties because I'm just like, oh, these are all people I can like, you know, look at and like relate to and judge. But like, I don't remember what it's like to. Be twenty one. Yeah, like I barely do. Yeah, once you hit thirty, you're like, yeah, fuck my early twenties. Like that's yeah. ancient history. Yeah, yeah. So with her, it's just like I kind of like get her, but also like she's like a kid to me. You yeah. know, like she, and I feel bad for her. And then meanwhile, Trevor is like he's being supportive, but like is he there for himself? Yeah, yeah. only or is he there to find love? He seems like he's being pretty like nice to her and. He is being kind of nice. like gives her like the support that she needs. It just feels a little complacent, though, right? It, True. I mean, to me, it feels like it's like it's a for it's forced motion is yeah. the way I would put it. It's like he's he's in this relationship, he has to deal with her, but it's like he's just like, come on, get it, stop crying, kid, let's we, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Trying to be a star. Oh my god, you want to be a fucking singer? It's and gonna you're upset that a I, group of fifty people might judge you. She gets her confidence back by her performance because she does really well. Yeah. Um. She was nervous, but and uh, the other thing is like, is she just hamming up how nervous she is? To I think she's a little bit. It's almost like the Jordan flu game. People say he kind of phoned, he faked that. You know about that? Like I heard Jer- he's like really hungover. Yeah, or or like people and other athletes have done this too, where they like limp onto the court at the beginning of the game, and everyone's yeah. like, "Oh my god, if LeBron scores more than thirty points tonight, he's the best ever because he's limping now." But it's like he can be faking that limp, yeah, to make a better storyline. It, I almost feel like she's kind of pl- 
playing one of those cards. Where yeah, it's just yeah. like, I forget how to sing. <laughs> leave me alone. And as soon as like the mic's on, she's like, ah! but she's yeah. like, perfect at it. <laughs> yeah, they're like, all right, ready to go, Jamie. And she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I got some big, big plans. I got big, big plans. <laughs> no, uh, but she killed. Like, she's obviously a talented singer. I think she might not understand um, life. <laughs> I de- think she definitely doesn't understand life, but maybe like she might not be a classically trained singer. I yeah. get that feeling. Like she, like she even says, like I've just been singing in my own bedroom to myself, and <laughs> and writing these songs that I didn't perform for anybody. Now I really have to perform. Right. It's like okay, well. Then. And then her mom comes out and she's like, "No, she was committed for ten <laughs> years." <laughs> I know. Yeah, it seems. What if this whole thing for her is just like a Shutter Island thing? Where she wins, and then she finds out that <laughs> she. But then, who are we in that? In this, we're we're oh, good point. Yeah, we're crazy figments of her imagination. Yeah, we're the right. voices in her head. Yeah. Well, right now we're just like in like the crazy person lounge area watching TV, <clears throat> but the TV's just a shoebox. I like to imagine people like pausing the podcast right now and being like, "I gotta go watch Shutter Island." For <laughs> to finish. I don't get that reference, and then they're like, "Okay, I get it." Now. Yeah, they come back to listen to the, the end two minutes of the podcast. <laughs> right, yeah. I'll listen to an hour and fifty, but like, <laughs> I'm gonna go watch this. If you want to catch that ref, check out Shutter Island. <laughs> I think it's on Hulu. Martin Scorsese. It's Scorsese. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, he says it's Scorsese. Is it? I don't know. It's also his worst movie ever, so don't bother watching it. I don't think it's his worst movie. I think it's his worst movie. Really? Yeah. It's the one I hate the most. Do you really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, you convinced me. You got it. Um, So then we go to the rose ceremony. It's a little different. The judges decided, and they decided that Becca and Danny go home, which I think we kind of saw had come in. Yeah, the two people that we (laughs) know the least about. Yeah. Um, Which if they walk past me right now, I'd just be like, get away from here. Don't you think, I mean, I I think that they deserve to go home. I think the judges made the right choice. Um, but don't you think if it was Savannah and Brendan, don't you think the producer would have been like, hey, you better change that fucking vote right yeah. now. <laughs> we don't have a storyline out of Mraz is just like, listen, man, I'm just sitting here with my hand in my pocket <laughs> waiting for my rocket to come. And he goes, this is 2020s. You can't no. say shit like that anymore, Jason. You know this. They're like, no, I mean like the actual producers of the show, The Bachelor. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So I think they were they were like, don't we're not sending home Savannah and Brennan. That's our that's our ba- that's our juiciest plot point. I would be surprised if like you get a tweet from Jason Mraz first off being like, uh, search for this because he doesn't know Twitter's. That's a bad joke. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know why I did that. I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, we never voted. They just like we didn't know that we were voting them off. Like the producers decided. Would you be surprised? Uh, no, I, I mean, I, I know, I mean, I, I would guess that the producers of the Bachelor are the ones deciding who gets cut and who doesn't. Yeah, and the judges of the musical portion because you never just, see them like, you never see them like confer. With no, and yeah. I think they were just there as like factoring into the whole thing. Right, right, right. Or, or to say their piece about the couples. Yeah. They weren't really. There's no like score. It's not like American Idol where like right. people are voting in right. by texting or whatever, or that the judges just decide. It's not. It doesn't seem like it's like that. It just goes down to this overall judge's decision, yeah. which I don't think was decided by Kesha and Jason. <laughs> <laughs> no. Maybe it was though. Who yeah. Knows? Who do you? Okay, so 
Oh, we don't actually no. They got Tony Braxton next week. They got they got good. What? Guests. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I fucking love Tony Braxton. She's great. She looks incredible. Still. I bet. Yeah. And then one of my first crushes as a young man. Really? Oh yeah. I was more of a Monica guy. Unbreak my heart. Like uh, was like literally my favorite song. <laughs> I wonder. I, I I'd have to look up how old I was, but that had a huge impact. And I thought she was the most beautiful lady ever. And the like my favorite singer. I was a huge Whitney Houston fan. Okay. Um, also gorgeous. Uh, TLC later. Yeah. Um, I loved R and B was like my favorite music for Me a too. long time. Michael Jackson, obviously, but like everything after that. Michael Jackson was R and B. He was pop. Michael Jackson was for sure R and B, but he was the king of pop. He was the king of pop, but like listen to like kidding, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, his yeah. albums are like mostly R and B songs. I think I love like SWV. Yeah, oh man, Monica, it, it, don't take it personal. Yeah, nineties R and B is the best genre and decade of music in my opinion. Period. Okay, so if you're you're agreeing with us, I'm going to give everybody here a suggestion. If you like that type of R and B, you kind of miss. There was a singer in that time, early two thousands, named Sammy. He was a little kid. And he had I like I like it was a song I like it, uh, great song. But yeah, he I had, yeah, he is releasing new albums and he's a much more mature. Currently, yeah, they're incredible. Really, they're really. Uh, I would check good. that out. Yeah. yeah, like look up Sammy's new albums. They're really really good. If you're kind of missing like that old school R and B, I I highly recommend them. Yeah. Yeah. I was a huge Boys to Men guy. I went, my first concert was Boys to Men. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. I never said that. And I had a shirt, it. and I said, "I love you," <laughs> and I sang every word of "Water Runs Dry." <laughs> <laughs> the most depressing song they in their entire it's catalog. My favorite song. <laughs> I was like, "We don't even talk anymore." I guess oh, all their songs are depressing. We don't even know what we argue about. Some people yeah. work things out, and, and some just don't know how to change. Let's don't the water runs dry. We might watch our whole lives passing by. Don't want the biggest mistake of our lives. Don't do it, baby. Big plans. Oh, listen, baby, I got big plans. Well, that's it, Blake. That's been our episode. Best one yet, I think. I think so too. A little long, but we loved it. Any last words? What was that phone number again? 847-651-1103. Hit me up, baby. And that's been it. See you later. I know it's true. And I love my baby. I love her too. We are together all the time. And everything is so good damn fine. Is that